a forever DM. I don't have characters. No, no. <laughs> you have Dude, them now, Rainy. Mog, R.I.P. Mog. Here we are. We are live. He's a forever DM. He doesn't have characters. But you're playing now, Rainy. So there. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to session two of uh, RuneQuest, Six Seasons in Sartar. And uh, here we are. Um, we do have some announcements. Uh, Amber, if you want to make the one that you do want to make, uh, you feel like making it. If you don't, I can make it. It's up to you. Yeah, I, I got it. So yeah. um, it's been a real rough week over here for the DMs After Dark for uh, multiple reasons. Um, one of the largest of which is uh, one of our, our good friends and fellow gamer, John Tehan, has unexpectedly passed away this week. Um, John was one of John was one of two players who first joined the RPG programs that I started at the West Warwick Public Library. Um, the second guy disappeared after a couple weeks, and John was there ever since. Um, he was an amazing guy. Um, John was that kind of guy who, he made very funny characters, but like with a really good-natured sen sense of humor. Um, and he was that guy who was just always so welcoming to new players and the quiet players. He was that He's that player who bought into other people's characters and tried to set them up for great moments. And he didn't make the stories all about them himself. Um, he brought new players into the game, awkward players, new players, um, and made sure they had a great time. He took interest in others. Um, he was a very creative person. He was a creative writer. Um, he drew beautiful RPG maps. Um, and his, his characters have this whole big backstory uh they're all from the noble house of kendrick and the forgotten realms and every member of that house is a, is, a, is a character in and of themselves um yep. he was with me from the beginning to the very end of an entire curse of strahd campaign um and he was instrumental in the death of the dark lord himself kind of a bagging him in his cloak and holding him down screaming stab him stab him stab him stab him which worked <laughs> amazingly it worked God. um and john he also he loved his family so much especially his his young son jack um i could just see that this little boy was the light of his entire world every time he like kind of ran into the frame on one of our D, &D zoom calls or when john brought him into the library um i am I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken that this man is gone. Um, it's going to be a long, long time before that empty seat at the game table feels anything but empty. Yeah. So, um, in honor of John, who is, uh, in many ways, represents some of the best of what this gaming community can be, um, we would like, instead of any subs or anything like that tonight, um, Sarah's going to be posting the link to John's GoFundMe in the chat. Um, if you are able to spare anything and can, every little bit helps his family in this difficult time and uh, yeah. honors his memory. So, yeah, um, definitely. Please, please give generously if you can, even if it's just good wishes, that's fine. But obviously, you know, there's all sorts of expenses when someone passes away and um, every little bit helps, you know. Uh, I actually have a John story, too. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. Um when I think the very, I got involved and met Amber through the RPG Lloyd prior program in the library as well. And um, the very first game I ran there, 
uh, it might be, I don't know if it's the first or second now, but it was at West Warwick Con. It was the first West Warwick Con, and yes. it was a Call of Cthulhu game. And John was like, oh, I want to play that, because he just hadn't gotten to play Call of Cthulhu in a long, long time. And honestly, it was the first time for me running a game in, like, years, and I was pretty nervous. And John just sat down right at the table, and instantly, because of who he was as a person, but also because of how great of a role player he was, everything was just like, okay. Uh, because he just he had this great character who was... Uh, this like guy who was in logistics in World War One or something like that, but it was like he was like a colonel. But all he ever talked about was he was I was a colonel and this such and such a field and blah son. It was he southern. did the accent; it was awesome. The accent like <laughs> perfectly on point. And then um, at the end, when the monsters came out of the sea and were attacking everyone, just was like ah, and like you know, emptied his revolver at them and managed to miss every single <laughs> every single time, which is just just a classic classic Call of Cthulhu moment and just made me like love the man instantly. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm really sad he's gone. I didn't know him as well as you did because I didn't play in a longer campaign. But, you know, also COVID kind of got in the way. But I, I didn't know John as well as I would have liked to. And, and him, you know, dying is just really quite a blow. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, yeah. yeah. John, well, so you, if you've you listened can... to the Modified Roles mm -hmm. podcast, the one where I talked about the character, uh, the player whose character, uh, with the the brooms of attack from the witches in the Amber Temple, like picked up some dust and held out like oats in his hand to like tame one of these wild brooms. That was John. And at the yeah. conclusion of our campaign, <laughs> he brought Broomhilda out into the woods among her own kind, <laughs> where the other brooms were waiting. And he told her, you know, like that she was free now, oh my God, and she went so off sorry. to join the the wild broom herds of Barovia, and it was beautiful. <laughs> and that was John Tehan. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely John. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, this so, this this stream tonight. This one's for John. For John. For John. Yeah. Do we have anything else we need to talk about? It's a pretty heavy one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. You can uh, listen Colossal to me play with myself. Up, yeah, you can listen to Rainy play with himself online. Uh, his <laughs> his next episode of Colossal. It's not as bad as it sounds. For this title, it's probably the most wholesome thing we've ever done. Uh, it is Colossal. literally the most wholesome yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You try playing yeah. Avatar based off of a children's cartoon. I, listen, I tried. No, I made sure that didn't happen. Uh, so, um, but no, Colossal's going on. Probably only one or two, maybe episodes after one left. You think? Uh, after this one that dropped today, I'm only going to do one more. It might be a two-parter, <gasps> but I don't even think it's going to need that. So yeah, it is. Uh, it is, and as Smitty says in chat, it is really good. I, I'm a little far about, a little beyond halfway through, but it's really, really good. I'm, I'm going to be uh, finishing that too. We are going to have more solo stuff coming too. I think we'll, we'll announce more of that soon. Uh, yeah. Not tonight, not in honor of John. We'll just get to playing. But I think that's all we have to say. So let's let's get started. Um, Want to do a quick run through of characters again, just in case someone's picking up the first time? Real quick this time, though. We kind of, no, they're a little long. They should get yeah. shorter as we go. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll start with a very abbreviated version. I am Ruin. Everyone calls me Ru. I am uh, your friendly neighborhood wolf boy. Mother is a priestess of Arnalda. Father is not in the picture after a terrible betrayal. Uh, father was Telmori, and I'm just sort of waiting around right now full of anxiety for you know the day that i turn into a wolf and everyone else is waiting too i can go next my character is kim reese sorry go ahead my character yeah. is kim reese he's uh he is one of the people that did not get fed growing up unlike the other people in our group Little. um 
yeah, he's one of the small ones. Uh, he, uh, his father is a potter um, in the village. His grandfather was a potter. So he's the grandson of a potter, the son of a potter. Uh, yep. And uh, he's a little, uh, he's a little weird, a little, little eccentric. He's got two different colored eyes, which is very strange, but that's all I got. <laughs> he's small and weird. Small and weird. Uh, so my character is Bryn. She is also small. She's the other small person in the group. <laughs> We're really committed to the small. Um, yeah, small. she's uh, she's Team small. small. Uh, I what to say about Bryn? Uh, Bryn's friendly. Her parents are dead. Uh, she's <laughs> she's the granddaughter of like a a mighty warrior, and uh, her aunt's also a pretty fearsome warrior herself. Uh, she grew up in a herding family. Um. Yeah, that's, that's she fun. rides a giant elk. Yeah, she rides a giant elk. She's friendly. That's War moose. <laughs> that's friend. I'm playing uh, Descara. He is a uh, one of our two big guys. He is an absolute unit uh, with uh, stats and whatnot. <laughs> He's one of the two biggest. Nah. biggest. I'm big. the small guy of the giants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm as tall as you, but your stats. Dwarf. Yeah, my stat like. He's a big boy. I got super lucky with him with the rolls. But uh Descara is part of a hunter herder family. He's very uh family and community oriented. He uh try he he does his best to get along with everyone, but there's a few that kind of are jealous of him. But what did he look like? Because we didn't talk about that last time. That's that is also correct. I did not. I forgot to uh, describe what Descara looks like last time. Uh, so uh, he, like I said, he is really big. He is. I, I was going back and forth with looks. I've been making him on Hero Forge and whatnot, trying to like narrow down his looks. But uh, basically, he's uh, like a brown hair, uh, kind of like shaved at the sides longer pulled back probably got some uh mm, braids ties whatever in it for now uh green eyes and yeah tall normal clothing tall. whatever he's big he's big he's big he's big Tall and small. That's us. Tall and small. Hi, I'm the approximate average. Anybody who matters is God, so let's just start. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I will drive to your house. Your wife will let me in. And your son will help me beat your ass. That is also true. (laughs) This is what happens when I befriend your entire family, (laughs) fucknard. Let's go. Listen, Mandy Bates shows violence. I will. <laughs> Just like call her, call call his wife right now. Tell her to come and give him a whack. <laughs> hey, Mandy. Whoa, whoa. Just... Not, no, then... wrong DMs. Oh, no, gosh. Troy. Come on. <laughs> Ew. No. <laughs> so early. It's so early. Throw, <laughs> it's throw a flip flop at him. Okay. Not mad. I'm just okay. disappointed. Hi. Hello. I'm Sarah. Um, uh, ex- uh, in 
I'm very violent apparently tonight, but my character is literally a pacifist. Um, I'm playing Arisa. Uh, she is uh, from a long line of healers of Shalana Arroy, who is like the healing goddess. Um, her followers have to like swear an oath of pacifism, have to become vegetarians, all that good stuff. Uh, which Arisa is going to do, except she's also very awkwardly experiencing a disease curse uh, that is kind of passed down through her family, and she looks a bit withered and is just not the healthiest girl in the world. She's awkward, but she's she means well. And, and if you caught our last stream, you saw Arisa go through quite the trial. Yeah, she had a time. She's an adult now and doesn't know if she now. likes it. Yeah, I like, think Sarah deserves sucks. like a Everyone's lot of credit like, for that. Yeah. So thanks for being Can cool, I return Sarah. this? <laughs> I do not want. And that leaves me. Uh, my name is Rainy. I'm going to be playing Vinarin uh, Harinson. Harinson. Uh, I my parents are dead. My grandparents are dead. His <laughs> parents are Everybody dead. Everybody died. I, I, I live with my uncle, who is the village smith. Um, my father was a scribe. Uh, was killed by lunar magic, so I hate the lunar empire. My mother was a herder killed by a monster because she <laughs> had to take care of the herd alone. Uh, my grandmother was a badass, though, and she died a hero a while back. So I do have that going for me. There's expectations, uh, and nobody holds them to Ven more than himself. Um, Ven is very hard on himself and uh, is determined to prove himself worthy of just about literally anything. Um specifically battle um and never being on the losing side like all of his family has been so he's a little edgy he's a little brooding but he's not goth and i really want to get that out there <laughs> just want to reiterate the more you say it though rainy the, the more i'm like reminded it. it's like you know nothing of our natures ben, ben is also one of the tall boys he is uh, as tall as Descara, um, not as strong, but, um, you know, determined. And uh, we talked about him being, he's not like super ripped. He's kind of like tall and not lanky. He's just like um, lean muscle, lean muscle. Yeah. Like a and, runner. Um, Unassuming. He's got, yeah, he's got like um, shorter hair on the side. Sometimes he lets that grow down to like shoulder length and he basically braids down the middle um and i know that like the more i read on runequest earlier today beards are like really important <laughs> um it seems like yes. everyone it, like i don't know i read about it and a lot of things were just like these people had big beards and all this stuff mm -hmm. and i think that not for any reason i just think that venar ven doesn't i think he shaves i think he clean shaves uh maybe he, he can't actually grow a beard a great beard he has like a spotty beard so he allegedly <laughs> i was like surprised i'm surprised that ven wouldn't want like to grow the most glor glorious like longest beard he wants well, to like win in beard contest. just the goatee so, he also no he um he soul also, patch. yeah uh <laughs> he kind of idolize, he kind of idolizes yorgana um bladesong uh who is the local who mocked and uh he's kind of gaunt from what i've uh heard about him so maybe maybe it's a thing that uh he just kind of uh, and because we joke about our character's heights if you go onto our instagram uh, i made a character height comparison recently just tell uh, a picture 
Yeah. Did I post, if, did I post yeah. it to the main thing or was it just a story? Because I'll make sure it's on the I feed. think it's on our main page. Right. Um, but it should be should be on there if you want to see uh, the the toll to small ratio. <laughs> I'm posting <laughs> it right now. Small. It starts on the plagued end of the spectrum with me and Sarah and Bryn and it works its way up to plagued HGH. end of the spectrum. <laughs> plagued. Yikes. <laughs> okay. So that's everybody now for sure, really, right? I didn't miss anyone. Yes, nope, you got us. That's all. everyone. Good job. That's everyone. Thank you. Thank you. I did it on purpose this time to annoy Sarah. Yeah, I <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> You're calling. You don't have my home number. You only have my cell phone, so you can't call my wife. You have call her. just call on her on Messenger. Just yeah, video call. I have her added on Facebook. <laughs> Send a pigeon. I'm not we know safe. where you live, a vicious pigeon. Just a vicious war pigeon. I did just post it to our main Instagram feed, and the only thing I wrote was "tall to small." Tall to small. Okay. No. So let's get started. And we're starting actually, Camrys. Uh oh. Flashback. Okay. You're young. It's one of your earliest, earliest memories. Uh, maybe you're five, maybe six. Um. It was just you and your dad. It's always been just you and your dad. Uh, but you're helping him. He's he's getting some clay down by the river. And you're with him. Uh, but you're just playing. Because, you know, you're helping, but you're sick. So really, you're just playing. Uh, and you're just playing around in the stream, kind of laughing and splashing the way little kids do. And you're looking in the stream, and you swear you can see the face of a doe. Like doe, a deer, a female deer. A doe kind of looking back to you in the water. In the reflection, almost. And, and you're looking at that face and it seems to be like running around and dancing in the water and like playing with you a little bit and as you're doing that you feel like you're being watched and you look around and you see at the edge of this there's a copse of trees kind of just a little ways off from you and of your eyes how do you which eye is orange and which eye is green hmm i think uh so it's it's orange and blue, by the way. Um, Sorry, Sorry. But no, that's okay. I think I think the my right eye would be uh, orange. Yeah. So your right eye is orange. Your left eye is blue. So blue. Yeah. looking out of the woods, you see a face. It looks a lot like yours, but skinnier and gauntier. And the right eye is blue, and the left eye is orange. So it's swapped. And staring at you. And it just hmm. kind of gives you this, runs deeper into the woods. I think um, I think at that moment, Primaris uh, kind of turns and looks at his dad um, to make sure his dad's still, you know, busy gathering materials or working, materials, not paying pulling away at the soil. Yep. And he um, he takes a step forward uh, to go towards the woods, and then he he stops for a minute. And he turns and he looks back to the the water where the doe was playing, and he says, "Bye." And he turns back to the woods and he starts walking into the woods where he saw the face. So you walk into the woods and first you look around and you see you know just the trees and the branches and then you see like kind of like the face kind of look around the branch and laugh, giggle, runs deeper into the woods. I think at this point in time. Um, Maybe uh, my hand goes to like my pocket. Maybe I have a, a little rock in my pocket. Sure. And my hand just holds onto that rock stone. for okay. comfort. Sure. Yep. And then I, I continue to walk forward. Okay. And Hello? so you kind of do 
you kind of do this relay thing where you walk a little deeper and again you see the face again and it's more laughing and running deeper and deeper and deeper and eventually you don't see them anymore and you don't hear the birds and you don't hear the animals you don't hear the insects because this is a memory from summertime and you realize you're alone and you're deep 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 in the woods and you feel this blast of cold wind almost blow up your spine and when you do as a little child you're kind of like looking around and you turn around and there's a figure standing behind you and he just absolutely towers over you uh and it's hard to remember a lot of them but there's stag horns on his head and he's wearing a hood and they're just eyes of eyes that are orange like your one eye is just looking at you out of that just looking down at you and he reaches down to you and he's got a hand and he just holds the hand down and he opens it and there's a little stone I... in his hand painted with holes in it i think what i, I do mm-hmm. is i i take a minute and there's obviously i'm scared i'm in wonder i'm awestruck and um I just look at him without blinking and like I swallow hard and I reach I in my pocket still holding my stone I reach out my hand and I drop the little rock that I had in his hand and I take his rock and I put it in my pocket he kind of he seems very happy with that he kind of nods and he just closes his hand and then you hear your father calling you from the edge of the woods I, qu- I quickly turn. turn my head and when you do when you turn back the figure's gone I just look at the rock in my hand, shrug, put it in my pocket, and I start running back towards my dad. Okay. Okay. Well, you actually wrote this dream, Amber. If you would like to go and describe it, you can, uh, or I will. It's up to you. All right. No, I'll describe it. All right. All right. Um, it's night. Um, early spring, uh, the air is still cold and damp before the sun rises to burn the mist off the fields. Crickets are singing, and the just budding branches are swaying in the wind. And I'm running swiftly through the open fields, out of the town, past all of the little steads, toward the forest beyond. Faster, faster, faster. I'm lower to the ground now. Still running. The tree line limps closer and closer, and I burst through it. My senses are alive with the scent of evergreen and raw and damp earth, the sounds of the wind, the snap of twigs beneath me, alongside me. I'm not alone. There are shapes weaving in and out of the trees, just beyond my vision. But... They feel familiar. They feel welcome. My heart is pounding now. My lungs burning with the need for air, but I can keep going. It's not a burden. It's liberating. I've caught the trail of something. I'm following it. We're getting closer now. I can feel it in the thrumming of my heart and the excitement of my companions running beside me. Sleek, darting shapes. Closer. The underbrush whips over my legs, my paws. 
there's a rise up ahead, a little bit of a hill. It should be just on the other side. I'm almost there. And then you hear, Rue, 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 wake up. <laughs> and you, you wake up and, and you're in bed again uh, in your little hut that you share with your mother, Liv, in a very small village. And she's looking at you very, very concerned. Uh, and she goes, you, you were having the dream again, weren't you? Uh, I look down at my hands <laughs> and look back up. I, it's so hard to lie to her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And she just kind of hugs you. It's and, just a dream, uh, Mom. Of course. Of course it was, dear. High up in the mountains, very, very faintly from where you are, you hear the howling of wolves. Close my eyes and just sort of tuck my face against my mother's shoulder. Then, it's been about a week since the festival. Uh, sea season is passing. Uh, or beginning, sea season's kicking off is, is what I'm trying yep. to say. The days are getting warmer and longer, but you're, you're up very early. You've slipped out of the house, and there's still a fog in the valley uh, as you go, a mist uh, from still melting snow and just a mist off the river. Uh, but you know, even through this thick fog, you know exactly where you're going. Uh, and that is to the edge of the ash fields. Yes. Which is where the dead are cremated. Uh, and sitting at the edge of the ash fields, there's a shrine to Humacht. And what the shrine is, it is a sword. Uh, particularly, it's a sword that belonged to someone called Eolar the Unwanted, who was a sword of Humacht who died uh, during the fall of Boldholm. Uh, and when he passed away, he was brought back here because he was Haraborn and he was cremated and his sword was just thrust into a stump. And it's been decade and a half since the fall, uh, but that sword has remained as shiny as the day it was forged, yep. regardless of what has happened in the weather. Uh, and no matter how early you get up, you never seem to beat Jorgonath here because you find him praying at the shrine and he's bare chested despite the morning cold. Uh, and he's just, he's kneeling and praying at, at the, the shrine and there's a sword next to him and, um, he doesn't acknowledge you, but what do you do? Hmm. So I think that would it be offensive for me to also worship before being initiated into a cult? Not at all. Yeah. I know that, um, I come here enough. To the bone field, to the ash fields, and um, and observe. I don't know how many initiates in that in our clan. Uh, I would say that there are plenty of people who would be considered lay members of the cult, gotcha. meaning that they'll they'll stop and they'll pray, and certainly like before a battle or, or maybe before going off on a raid or something, they might pray to Humacht. Uh, but Jorgonath's really the only hardcore yeah. worshiper here. Um, it's not a popular religion for rural no, I... how having people you know so right yeah yes you have to you have to give up your family right. and, and you clan. have to give up a lot exactly yeah. so yeah um but to ven you know that's just his uncle and his uncle is great but his uncle's got his own things going on his mm -hmm. you know his aunt's got so 
yeah, I think that Ven attempt and like part of this is like he wants to see if he can even get close and Yorganov not notice. Um, <laughs> but uh he's going to try and join him in uh in kneeling and um praying at this. Sure. this so he he you kneel and you you know you kind of ape Jorgonoth's um movements and a lot of that these sessions that's exactly what they are. So he prays for a bit and he stands up and he kind of he makes eye contact with you and he just kind of gives you a nod and gets up and begins practicing with his sword. Mm -hmm. And some days Jorgonoth is in a good mood and you might get a little pointer or something out of him as, as you kind of practice and, and copy him. Uh, this isn't one of those days. He just yeah. basically is, he's just going through his, his sword kata and they, um, you know, he's just kind of ignoring you. I mean, you're welcome, certainly welcome to follow along, which is what you're doing, I'd assume, but yes, he's not absolutely. necessarily, he's not necessarily like correcting you or, or even like paying any attention to you. He's in his own zone. Honestly, I think yeah. that Ben prefers that because mm -hmm. um, he can mimic to the best of his abilities, but know when it doesn't feel right. And he's, you know, the best thing, the thing that Ven is best at is being hard on himself. Mm -hmm. So it's just, this is his way of, um, you know, consistently improving so he can be less hard on himself, but that won't happen. Sure. So after about a half hour of, of sword practice, um, Choganath is done. Uh, he puts his sword away. I th I would say you probably just have a wooden sword because you're not, yeah. um, you know. I don't have my grandmother's yet. Not uh, yet, right? Yeah. So he kind of puts the sword back in its scabbard, and he goes and he kneels again, and he begins to pray again. And as he prays, uh, he just scoops some of the ash up. And Avorg, he has many, many tattoos on his body. Plenty of them are death runes, which are swords. Uh, he also has, um, you know, some wind runes and, and some other air rune, I believe, and some other ones. But most prominent is he has actually a ritually scarred death rune in his forehead. Uh, and the death rune, the death rune is actually just a cross, uh, if you haven't had it. Uh, one thing we might want to get up eventually on our Instagram is the runes. So people yeah, know what we're talking that. about. I'll get that to you this week. But, uh, he takes ash from the ash fields and just like, anoints the death room in his head every single morning as he does as he's praying and what are you doing as as he does that are you going to follow along or are you going to i think i i don't um that's something i do imagine is uh an initiate a, a cult thing mm -hmm. um, but i stand there respectfully and don't i don't walk away from him while he's doing this i don't um you know i just basically stand there and wait for him to complete his routines which i am very familiar with in and out kind of thing okay you're a bird guy right Rainy? yeah personally yes <laughs> personally yes so yeah. what is a what would a wounded raven sound like oh god, oh, god! <laughs> yeah no they, they are like the i'm not croaky... asking you to actually do it but like just describe it for us because i would, don't know what it, sounds it would be like. a, it would be a croaky caw like a very okay yeah you hear that coming from the edge of the ash fields <laughs> right in the brush oh no Yes, um, Ben like would certainly, stop. yeah, Ben would certainly investigate. Um, plus, crows aren't they? Uh, they're tied to. They are, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, um, it crows, ravens, corvids. So, mm -hmm. yeah, um, one hundred percent. Ben would slowly step back and and go to investigate. So you go to the edge of the ash fields, and you know what? Uh, just for fun, give me like a scan roll, just to see Ooh. if you can find it. Find it. Yeah. Okay. Let me see what I got for scan. I don't think it's good. Um, 
Where is scan 35? So not good. But I rolled a 32. Nice. All right. So first of all, check that. Okay. Because you can possibly increase that after the uh, after nope. the um, thing. And you uh, search a little bit in the brush, and you find a raven with a broken wing. Mm. Okay. And it's kind of like, you know, hobbling along, kind of crawling, cawing, and sees you and is, is wary, but oddly not necessarily running away. Yeah, and Ven's movements aren't jerky or strange. He um, is just studying, um, and his mm -hmm. plan is to basically, uh, you grab birds and you hold their mm -hmm. wings down so they can't fly away, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But he's going to be very gentle with that other one and see if it can be pushed against the body again or if, you know... See if you can. It can, but it does call a little bit in pain when you do that. Yep. And as you as you scoop up the bird, it's it's just too exhausted really to get away from yeah. you. And uh, as you, you're getting it, you feel like a shadow kind of fall over you. Okay. And uh, you turn around and you see you know, Jorgenoth is there, and he's just kind of been watching this. You don't know how long he's been watching it. Oh yeah. Uh, but he looks at you, and he says, uh, "Do you know why the raven is black?" Do not. Okay. Uh, he says, he kind of nods, and he says, during the great dark, everything was dying. People were freezing, and fire was hidden very far away. Herodin was one of our ancestors, and he talked to the animals, got them to volunteer to steal fire from us, for us, from the fire tribe. They were going to form a great relay to get it from where it was far, far away all the way back to where the people live. Raven volunteered to go with Herodin and steal fire. And in those days, his feathers were white. They snuck into the fire tribe's camp and they stole the fire. But the fire tribe was alerted, and Herodin stayed back to fight them off. So Raven carried fire on. He eventually got it to the animals and they got it back to man. But he flew so far with it that it singed him. And so to this day, his feathers are dark. A fitting sacrifice. He, he nods and he says, Raven fulfilled his oath, even though it cost him greatly. That is why we honor it. I hold the raven in my hands and say, Do you mind if I, like, I'm going to attempt to care for this? He kind of nods and just gives you like a half smile. And he says, uh, that would be good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah, our Zoom chat is going up. Um, I think that, um, Ven would say, Ravens carried fire for us. I will bring this raven to water and what it needs. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, to the, no, uh, um, maybe, maybe bring it to one of my two. I mean, I'd say in this group, Ven's familiar with these people, but he knows Arisa, you know, is a, mm -hmm. is a healer type. He, I don't think he'd try to do anything himself. He knows better than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, he could tend to it, give it water, try and mm -hmm. give, it, give it some grain, things like that. But as far as, you know, mending a wing. Uh, 
I would also say too that um, healing magic, just on a minor level of spirit magic, is very very common. Oh, okay. Uh, in RuneQuest, plenty of adults know it. So, like your aunt or uncle might know some too. That might be enough to help. So yeah, and my aunt does tend uh, hens in a garden and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. maybe I do bring it back to the to the forge. <laughs> so he so Zhorganath uh, just kind of gives you a half nod and smile, and he, and he goes, "That would be good." And uh, as you walk away with with the bird, um, he actually says to you. You know, I have noticed you here. Your dedication has not been missed. I don't feel particularly drawn elsewhere. I understand that this path comes with sacrifices, but many have already been made for me. And I feel that I could do I could, I could do this. He nods and he says, um, come and see me again when you're a man. I will be here as I always am. All right. You walk off. I have to check the zoom chat because Amber's laughing. She probably said some sort of fuckery just happened. Oh, it's yeah. You so know. Hard. It's <laughs> bird talk. Listen, you it's gave so us so a bird and we're prepare, all idiots. Prepare corpse. Yeah, I, I have nice the race. going off. Bird to Colonel Sanders. <laughs> you <laughs> started it with the Colonel Sanders, and then I had to come in with the prepare corpse. Prepare corpse. <laughs> no, I started it with the fire. Yeah. We bring the bird to the water, to we're, the fire, to the Colonel Sanders. We're all really good about being quiet I'm during trying so scenes. hard, but I, you know what? I should really shut off chat during my scenes. <laughs> no! So, no! <laughs> We're all good at being quiet during scenes, but Zoom chat? Yeah. Yeah. Zoom chat. So just hard quality content. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Randy, you turning uh, off Zoom chat would be like, you have no power here. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So hard so to you take keep the, face. You take, the bird, you take the bird back to the forge. Uh, uh, well, actually, the forge is next to where you live. Right. Um, and uh, the forge uh, is where your uncle. Um, shit. Can't, I forgot his name. Uh, hold on. Harvar. Harvar, son of Horbeck. Thank you. Uh, that's where he, he, he's, he does the redsmithing there. Uh, and the forge actually is uh, kind of like a round palisade. And the two palisades where you walk into are, are, are stamped with runes. And the fire, it's actually a sacred place to Gusbrand, the smith god. Uh, so you, don't, you actually like pay reverence before you walk into this place. So he's, he's not in there working yet. He's just kind of working around in the yard. And he kind of sees you coming. Uh, and he's like, uh, what you got there, boy? I found this raven wounded in the woods. I thought maybe Afar could take a look at it. No, she's inside. All right. Uh, and then I look back at the forge and um, I say, any busy today? Yeah, just a couple of plows to fix up for spring. Let me know if you need help. I could use it if you want. Yeah, and I think that Ven obviously takes any opportunity to, to help out around you know, sure. the forge. Okay. That's another place that, um, you know, solitude can be when you're focused on a project, you do, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So you go inside and Afar, um, I don't know if we covered this on stream yet, but Afar is what's called a Nandan, uh, which is a woman in a man's body. Uh, that's how the Hjortlings recognize that. Uh, so she so has- Afar um, went through the riddle. She did, yeah. yes. Possibly went through both. Yeah. So you're hardcore as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is great. Yeah. 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 Possibly went through both. 
uh, but she's inside. She wears um, a dress and um, her hair braided and actually braids her beard a little bit. Doesn't shave it, uh, but has coal makeup and and paints her fingernails. Coal is actually very common for both men and women used to darken their eyes, but she has some henna of, over her tattoos and things like that. But she just um, kind of, she's finished up breakfast and now she's kind of sweeping the house. And she's like, oh, you were out again early. Where, where were you? Oh, never mind. I know where you are. What do you have there? Uh, Raven. Uh, I heard it calling in the woods. I found oh. it with this wing. I was hoping we oh, could... Bring it, bring it over. Bring it over here. Put it on the table. Don't don't worry. She just kind of pushes some stuff off the table. And she says, just, okay, just hold it down. I'm going to do the best I can. We might have to get it over to um, Alyssa, the warm-hearted. But let me just see it. And she just kind of puts her hand on it. And she see she touches. She has a tattoo of a little like um like a bird of herself, kind of on her on her right on her forearm. And she touches that, and she whispers something. And as she does that, you see this faint light glow a little bit on the bird's wing, and it seems to the bird calms down a little bit, and it seems to work a little. She goes, "I've done the best I can, but keep them comfortable." I will keep it by my side until it decides it can fly on its own. Okay. I love the idea of this huge fucking guy and this tiny little bird he's trying to keep alive. Please make Rainy carry that bird around and protect it for the entire campaign. Raven's just gonna say pretty big. The, the actual, yeah, Ravens are actually big. The best comment we just got in the chat. Never mind, I know you were in the Ashlands applying your eyeshadow. Raven, I was you were a goth for just the rest about of this campaign. I literally was just gonna say that too. I was like, men's like, taking care of this dark black bird <laughs> covered with like Ashlands. eyeliner out in the Ashlands. Yeah. Oh, a goth, but not a goth. Hashtag not a goth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, Descar, we went over what you, what you look like. Um, meanwhile, uh, it's a pretty good morning. Probably mid-afternoon now. Uh, you were hunting with your brothers, Garrick and Orphan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a really good morning. You were hunting rabbits. And you're coming back down from from you took them up 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 above the steeds into some uh, forest where you know there's some good clearings for rabbits. Uh, and you and, and Garrick each got two, but Orphan he's like the champ today. He got three, so he's kind of giving you a hard time. The two of you that especially you because he knows hunting's like your thing. Yeah, uh, that you suck as you're coming down, uh, coming down and heading towards uh, Bear Fallen. And when you get down, there's a place where the doe run kind of bends. And so there's a sandbar there, and kind of like a, you know the river gets a little lazy for a little bit right there, and uh, you see some of the girls from a couple of different steeds, including Israela, there just kind of hanging out. They might supposed to be like washing clothing there, but really they're just kind of waiting and having a good time. And you walk past, uh, but she sees you right away, and she's like. Oh, Des, where you been? Haven't seen you since last week. Oh, just, uh, out in the, with the, uh, in the stead, kind of just with my, uh, with my brothers, my siblings, I am purposely not looking at the chat. (laughs) Go on. I'm sorry. I'm going to just close out of that zoom. Right. Okay. Go on. I'm trying it. Damn it, it keeps popping up. Don't, don't look at it. <laughs> it. It keeps popping up. 
comet was that Descar's biggest problem in the campaign is going to be not slinging dick. Dude, okay. I, I'm sorry. I have middle school okay. humor. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Okay. <sighs> We're never going to have a Patreon if you keep giving it away, Christian. What do you want? I people need to know. We're all dying. Oh god. Anyway, anyway, she says, wait, wait, where have you been? I haven't seen you since the festival. Just, you know, out and about in uh helping family, helping people. Uh one second. I need to not look at all of their all right, laughing let's get, faces. Let's give Kent some time. Let's let's give Kent some time. Leave Kent alone, guys. <laughs> He needs to play his character. <laughs> That's the true challenge here. <laughs> it is. It's, it's so hard. That's just. Yeah. Right, there we go. Just focus on Christian. You got it, Kent. Yeah. Yes. Focus on this face, Kent. Look yeah. at you. Just imagine him as a beautiful girl. <laughs> There's filters that can help with that, but. But yeah. Uh, you know, just. Out and about hunting out with my uh, brothers like I was today. Uh, helping uh, helping people around. Haven't been too much into the into the common area of the village, but been around. It's good to see you, uh, Israel, again, by the way. God, did you miss me? Yeah, a little. I have a feeling you might have. He'll just kind of stand there a little awkward and uh, shift from one foot to the other. She says, I know you're going to be going off doing your big man thing soon, so whenever that's over, you should come and see me. I'll, I'll, I will. Okay. And as she says that, um, you hear, nah, like sheep. And uh, some sheep, like, go by. And hurting them is Darston. Mm-hmm. Who's just like, like, you know, like the car drive-by thing. He's just like. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's not too happy about, about that. <laughs> yep. And. <sighs> and she looks at him and she just kind of rolls her eyes. And the girl's like, Israel, I get back here. And she's like, well, I bet I get back, I guess. Go on, get your brothers. Who are like, yeah, I yeah. watched this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Slaps, uh, brothers. You walk away and get just pelted with slaps from your brothers. I was going to say, we <laughs> are all collectively Descar's brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I got to say, like, when when Darston walks by and I, I know like I know as a player it's not the right thing to do but I'm going to say hi to uh, Darston <laughs> alright he, he kind of like nods and gives you the wave and then gets back to his sheep yep and then you uh, you head on back to your stead with your brothers Marissa hi it's been a week since you've entered the riddle. <sighs> you yep. have a brand new tattoo of a doe marking you as an adult woman of the clan now. 
Yes. Somewhere on your body. Usually they get them like, you know, shoulder blade, but you can yeah. get them wherever you want. Yep. No, that's what she would have done. Uh, that's healing. Uh, I don't know if you have any other tattoos like ruined ones yet. You could have them or they might spread them out. That's up to you. Uh, yeah, not yet. <laughs> so you've, uh, after that week, you spent some time with Morganoth and Liv. Just being instructed in general, like, woman stuff. All right? Uh, whatever that may be. And, <laughs> and now you're back at home, though. Went back at White Barkstead, and it's been nice to be home. You're kind of spent the morning uh, with like your siblings all underfoot, kind of running around, and, and you ate a nice breakfast, some bread and cheese, and you're just getting ready. You're going to head up into above White Barkstead. It's called White Bark because up behind it, there's a lot of birch forest. And you are going to head up there and grab some mushrooms because sea season is great for getting some mushrooms uh, for the stead. But just as you're about to go, uh, your grandma, Esther the Warmhearted, she goes, dear, I've, I've, before you go, I've, I've got something for you. Oh? What? Yes. What would that be? Hold on, hold on. She kind of hobbles over because she's, how old is she again? Refresh my memory. Ah, I don't know. I actually never assigned her an age. Uh, so maybe 60s? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Well, she's not hobbling that much then. Uh, but she's like, hold on, hold on. And she gets over and she has something wrapped in like blankets. And she puts it down in front of her and she unwraps it. And she goes, it's a leather satchel, kind of like a messenger bag, uh, with that, like that leather flap, very well worn brown leather, uh, and stitched or embroidered into the front flap that goes down is a white harmony rune, which is the main rune associated with Shalana Aroy. And she goes, cause your mother's just hands it to you. Any good healer needs a healer satchel. She, she takes it and she, slings it over her shoulder, um, kind of adjusts it to to fit on her. Thank you. She would have been so proud, her and your father, to see you. I hope so. I know so. I know so. And she goes in and gives her a hug. Man, big hug and then she goes all right go on go on go 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 find your mushrooms i know you want to get out of here don't want to spend time with me it's not that trust me it's not you and she like side eyes the little ones <laughs> <laughs> and she grabs her basket off the table all right so you head on out and i know also um you wanted to talk to Bryn. yes at some point so you could be heading in that general direction too in the way of your uh mushroom picking Yeah, uh, Bryn, uh, looks, she's on the hill pretty often, just, you know, with the herds and mm -hmm. stuff like that moving around, so you probably could pass by her, or she probably yeah. would run over when she sees you. That, as a matter of fact, is where you are right now, Bryn. Um, kind of out there in the back, and, um, Annalie, your grandma's with you, and you're with, what's, I'm sorry, what's your elk's name? Uh, Ort. Ort Feor. Ort. Ort the elk. Yes. So you're with Ort, Ort. and... What Annalie is helping you do today is she teach, she's teaching you how to paint runes onto your mouth. And so she's like, well, now, I always, personally, myself, it's a matter of preference, but personally, myself, I always did a motion rune on each shoulder like so. And that's to help them go swiftly, right? 
And always I go, I like, sometimes I like an air wound right here by the lungs. That helps Orlamps keep their lungs nice and full of air. And a beast room. Sometimes I put it on the back haunch right here. That's so Hakim, the Lord of Beasts, protects him. And now, your grandfather, he always just like to put a locker room right on the forehead here. But mm. uh, didn't do him much good. Call me Annalie the Brokenhearted for a reason. I'll still do it for him. Good. Good. She kind of like rubs her hands on her skirts and she goes, Come out of here, you damn stupid cows! Because they're like getting a little close. She's like, Ran! <laughs> I'm going to have to get him up into the upland pastures now. That's spring. You know, you're, uh, you're a woman now. Canon, we've decided Brid went through the riddle before. Before we started, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, gonna be staying around, or are you gonna be heading off? I think I'll stay around a little longer, Grin. Good. I'm not sure Good. where the future's gonna lead me yet. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Hopefully, similar to Auntie, though. Hmm. <laughs> you know, again, they call me Annalie, brokenhearted for a reason. Yeah. And I was running around doing all those things when I was your age, too. And I look back now at everything I fought for, everything I went through, and I wonder if anything would have been different if I hadn't done it. I can't answer that question. And I don't know if your aunt can answer that question either. And that's just something I want you to think about. Mom and Dad thought it was worth it. I know. But they're not here anymore, are they? They're not. But that doesn't mean it'll be the same for me. Oh, not here. But that red bitch, she's powerful. She kind of looks up at the moon. It's like hanging like half moon in the sky. Everybody's got a weakness. Even That's her. what they say. And then you hear her off in the distance like, <laughs> and you see Arissa coming. And she's like, oh. I'll go talk to your friend. I'll get these stupid cows up. And she's like, God damn you. And she starts like yelling at the cows and kind of like driving them up the hill a little bit. Thank you, Gren, for this. I've waited a long time. I really appreciate it. She kind of squeezes your shoulder. Arisa, like, she she makes her way up and she's like awkwardly watching your grand bad way the cows. And she's like, I, I hope I didn't interrupt anything too bad. Oh, it's okay. Gren's like that every day. Uh, yeah, I really don't know why she picked this. She hates them so much. <laughs> as long as they listen to her, it's what counts, right? They don't always listen to her. Ah, uh, well, that's you half know. why she yells. <laughs> that's fair. How are you, Arissa? It's good to see you. I was, I was worried. I, I don't know why. Obviously, you were, were going to make it, but. Uh, I was a little worried about you going in. It's that's what I wanted to come talk to you about. Actually, How? it I don't know. It felt weird. It sucked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's. <sighs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that felt that way. Okay. Yeah. I I uh, walked out and then immediately vomited. I cried for like weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. How did, is it? Am I crazy to think that that's just like that's 
that's just a normal thing that we that we do and then we just have to kind of go on with our lives right after i mean kind of when my aunt came to talk to me about it the way she phrased it to me was that this is kind of our time to kind of figure out how we want to be in the world and the riddle is a way for Arnaldo to kind of pose these questions for us of what kind of woman we want to be. And there's power in following her path and power in what she showed us. And there's power in stepping away from that path too. And I think the riddle is kind of more about questions and what questions, how we want to answer them than anything else. So I think all of it is just to prepare us because like, we don't have to decide now, but someday we will. And I don't know what the answer is, but I think now we're thinking about it. That makes a lot more sense than what some of the others told me, I think. Yeah, my aunt's pretty smart. Yeah. She's pretty smart. I miss her. But... I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> I And I don't know if I made the right choices then, but I think, I hope, it's for when that time comes, I'll make the right one for myself. How do you know when that's going to happen, though? I don't think we do. I think that's the point. It's just to get us ready for when it does come. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, sort of yes, sort of no. I'd... It's still fresh, and it's still weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's okay. It is. I think that's part of us being women I guess <laughs> I haven't figured it out either at to least I'm not alone in that no to be honest I think a lot of the questions were questions I wasn't ready for yeah I was pretty much uh, thrown off my guard at uh, every turn me too me too but I think, I think that's the point, right? Is that someday we'll face them and hopefully then we won't be off guard. We know these things ahead of time. And the type of person we want to be. I think now what this did for us is Arnaldo gave us a choice of whether we want to be like her or be like someone else or carve that way for ourselves. I guess it's just a matter of time. Okay. I have to go get some food, but thank you. I love you, Marissa. And she just gives her a big hug and just like squeezes her. You're the best. She'll hug her back. God damn. All right.
she heads off to to go find her go find her mushrooms okay you find plenty that night um sea season uh goes by a couple more weeks go by so it's three weeks after the festival it's wednesday of stasis week of sea season and it is a dark and stormy night because i always wanted to say that and boys there's a raven rapping at the door. <laughs> it's laying no. down a sick caw, beat. Caw, let him extra out. crispy, never more. <laughs> let him out. Ben, let him out. He wants out. <laughs> no, you're, you're awakened in the middle of the night, all of you. Just awakened, roughly. Dragged out of your beds. Oh, uh, fuck. Dragged out of these men in hoods. We're being you're hazed. Just, you're, just, you're just dragged out of your bed, and you see Liv kind of in the corner. Her eyes are a little red with tears, but she's she's not doing anything. She's just looking at you, and she knows this is something that has to happen. And oh, fuck. Tara, they, it takes a lot of guys to drag you out of your bed. Uh, but you see, <laughs> but you, see uh, you see your mom just kind of like, kind of gives you a proud nod. She's not really that upset about it. Uh, your mom's a warrior, so she's just like whatever. They drag you onto a hand truck. I'm not raising no damn. Weenie. He's awakened uh, by the sound of a, of a forklift backing up. <laughs> Van Aaron, they come, they come in for you. Same thing as a couple guys. They grab you. Afar's just crying, like wailing, crying uh, about it. Uh, and Camrys, Harold, Descara's smallest sibling, strike me out. <laughs> It's, it's like there's like this really short guy, just one really short guy, just comes and drags you with one guy. With drags you outside, leg. and a stiff breeze picks you up, and you kite at the end of his arm for a moment. And uh, but no, he your dad, your Harold, uh, just kind of watches, um, kind of strangely expressionless, actually, on his part. Uh, but you're dragged out, and you just kind of thrown on the ground outside. And as you are, your the hoods are placed over your head. But just before you are, you see lightnings like crashing in the sky, and there's just like cold wet rain falling on you and you see like when that lightning crashes horned heads like stag horned heads of, of, of brew which are the minions of the devil you think you see some of them just these monsters putting hoods over you and then you're just marched 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 through the woods tripping over roots and and falling sometimes and these rough hands just pick you up and keep pushing you and pushing you and it feels like you're just marched for hours and hours and hours through the dark uh it's so all of a sudden eventually uh you're stopped and you hear chanting in the storm speech and the wind is just howling 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 around you and you're all kind of stood just stopped hands have stopped and they're holding you by the shoulders and the hoods are just ripped off and you all have a moment to adjust from that darkness, and you look kind of up and down, and you can see each other, and you also see Darsten and Afar, uh, Afar being the son of the guy who's uh, the who who uh, his dad just got his face stomped in uh, at the party a couple weeks ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and the and all around you are in the you hear in a clearing men chanting. You can't see the man, but you can hear him chanting in the storm speech. And you're all in front of you. Have a moment to look. You're standing in front of a pit, and then you're pushed, and you fall into this pit, and you hit this wet, slimy mud at the bottom of the pit, and you kind of like hit that, and you hear the stamping, but these big wooden lids just fall into place, and you're all left in darkness. That's some fucking oubliettes. It's a, good, it's a good thing I spent the entirety of last session watching mud wrestling. I'm prepared. <laughs> good. That's great. 
and you flounder around in the dark and you kind of, you're feeling on the walls and you can feel the roots like kind of protruding and, and the mud is it's very slippery in the ground. The floor is slippery and wet and cold, very, very cold. And the chanting, it continues for a while outside. You're not quite sure how long, but eventually it stops and you just hear the wind, the howling, howling of the wind. And even then, eventually that fades away and there's nothing but dead silence and darkness. Come, Reese. Ah, shit. My bad, guys. I, like, accidentally hit my camera off, so I'm all mixed yeah, up. Yeah, all the quick... Uh, we're all in the wrong spot. We're all... Oh, yeah, shit. we all swapped my now. Bad. Je Jess oh, just wanted oh, to be the, uh, the big guy. My bad. Jess was like, just, you guys uh, are doing your hero quest now. It's my turn to be a jackass in the yeah, background. Exactly. Hold on. Time <laughs> out. On that note, it's dark, it's windy, Jess fucked everything up. So let's... Yeah. It's dark, it's windy, Jess. Take a few minutes and... Do you want to yeah, fix it? While we're fixing these. Holy yeah, crap. This okay. is so rough in comparison. Ours was like beautiful. Are we and in welcoming. the same pit? No. You're each in your own individual pit. Cool. <laughs> Shit. This is all dirty and rough. Jeez. Tripping over twigs. So, like, I suspect this is going to follow a hero's journey as opposed to the women's, which is more of a heroine's journey, a journey outward versus a journey inward sort of thing. We'll have to see now, won't we? I suspect. From what I know as an English major. <laughs> we have and uh we like we have nothing on our persons whatsoever. You're in whatever you sleep in, bro. Sleeping in. Okay. You've yeah. got clothes. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, I don't like being in a fucking caged pit at all. I'm gonna try to climb these roots and push up the in. lid. <laughs> yeah. Well Fuck honestly this. you have two very... cage. I was gonna say you have two very tall friends. You're also very tall. But uh I just stand wait, I stand up. <laughs> I don't. Did they dig this these pits deep enough? This was made for regular sixteen-year-old boys. They're deep. They are deep pits. Poor Kim Reese. <laughs> so deep enough though that, like, if for example, Kim Reese is submerged, ruin, we oh, wouldn't be messed up. You wouldn't be able to push at the top. Hold on a second. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm still trying to. Oh, that's that's true, Troy. I'm assuming that you all sleep in clothes. <laughs> Yeah, do uh, any of you... Are any no, of you... I just said Kymrie sleeps in his birthday suit, man. So Kymrie's is here in his skivvies. Kymrie's is naked. naked. Everybody else is clothes on. <laughs> well, you know what? You're <laughs> submerged in mud. Oh, eh, <laughs> Nope, Descar's naked too. Cool. I just I sleep <laughs> in my clothes like a nerd. Okay, cool. <laughs> He's got He's three got that, guys behind him on. carrying the fucking... Does Ven have clothes on? Yeah, I, I don't think Ven sleeps naked. Ven definitely got clothes on. Okay. You're <laughs> naked, we've established, in the pit, Kyrie, so that's great. Uh, it's cold and wet and rainy. At least you got a little mud on you. Uh, these pits are these pits are deep. They're like 15 feet deep, so you're not you're not climbing out no matter how big or how tall or small you are. Uh, and it is deep and dark and wet. And you're, you're sitting there in that quiet, and your eyes begin to adjust. Again, I'm sorry, I'm going to ask you this about the whole campaign. Which eye is blue and which eye is orange? Uh, Remember, right you know, red boring. right hand, the song? Okay, Orange right, is right. close to red, it's right. <laughs> okay, so you have become aware of someone watching you. I So what Kymris is doing, he is... Um, so just a real quick... I don't think our character sheets are available for anybody to view, but uh, strangely enough, Earth is the only rune that he has nothing in. And I think that plays into his backstory very well because his grandfather and his father were both potters and they worked with the, the earth and the soil and clay. And mm -hmm. Kymerice always found that that was a very foreign thing for him. He was never able to make a connection to it. You know, mm -hmm. he, he would 
run around and the, listen to the you know leaves dance in the wind and the water would sing its song and this and that but he always felt a cold indifference towards the earth so i think kaim reese right now is he's just sitting and his head is bowed low and he's kind of somewhat in the fetal position and um he's just uh you said the wind stopped making noise right dead silence yeah he's just kind of beckoning to the wind he's just whispering over and over again speak to me <laughs> It's so quiet. And you hear you you feel as you're as you're saying these prayers, uh maybe to Orlanth to hear the wind again, uh you feel eyes on you. I kinda like look up slowly above me. You don't see anything above you. And you feel it kinda like you know when someone's watching, you can feel it on the back of your neck, you feel it kind of behind you. In a in a very drastic shift in his demeanor, demeanor, um, Kaim Reese moves with almost this like animal type of ferocity and speed. He just quickly moves to the other end of the pit and tries to turn around as quickly as he can. And he tries to grab some sort of dirt or something in his hands to maybe like, throw. You manage to get your hand on a round river rock. Somehow it wound up in the pit, and you see sitting kind of catty cornered. So if it's a square pit, you manage to get to this corner, the opposite corner, standing there just stock still straight up, is a smaller, skinnier version of you. Orange eye, left, right eye, blue. And he's just staring at you. And there's a mixture of emotions in that and that look on his face is there's some kind of like uh, friendly expression, but also there's some hate in it. And he's just looking at you. What do you do? I kind of, I, I look at him, I take a long moment to look at him, and I kind of like tilt my head and I scan, I kind of tilt my head in the other direction, I look at look him kind of up and down, mm -hmm. and I say, um, do I know you? Why was it you and not me? He kind of looks at him and he says... I don't understand. He takes a step forward. Why was it you and not me? Why do you get to feel the warmth of the fire, the wet of the stream, the cool of the air, rainy, fuck you, and I feel only the cold of the grave? Tell me why, brother, and he's like rushing at you now. I, uh, I, with the rock in my hand, I kind of mm -hmm. drop, I kind of drop to my knees mm -hmm. and I put my, my arms above my head like this. Mm -hmm. And I just yell out, I just yell out, um, hmm. I kind of quickly yell out, I don't feel the wind here. There is no bubbling water. All I feel is the cold, wet, dark earth. I'm here with you right now. He, he jumps on you and he says, and yet still you live and I die. And he's, he's on you. And he's trying to actually like crawl into your body. This is a spirit. So we're going to enter spirit combat right now. Okay. Uh, so hold up your spirit. Pull up your character sheet. You have a spirit combat skill. Uh, I do. Spirit combat uh, isn't like regular combat in RuneQuest. It is um, 
pretty much just kind of like we both roll, we see who rolls better. What is your score, by the way? It is the highest score my character has. Um, okay. Even more than his ability to speak his own language. Yeah. So I have 75. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. damn. You're more okay. connected How to you this. How do you have a what the 75? Mm-hmm. How? Hells yeah, bro. Nice job. Yeah, because we start with 20. I have a modifier of 10. And then my apprentice shaman... Uh, gives me plus forty five. You could because I said to take take the uh the profession skills, even though like we'll get them over time. But, oh, okay. I haven't even put those in yet. I'm do that I, well I didn't do those either. Yeah. Yeah, you better hurry up, Vanaren, because you're gonna need that shit. All right, so uh, so just roll your percentile dice. Let me know how you do. Fuck, Jess, tell me which page my shit is on. What? <laughs> uh, I got a five. Okay. Uh, he rolled, that would be a, I believe, hold on a minute, let me just look at something here. That is some, uh, that's some shit, yo. That is a good-ass roll. Uh, I am an idiot. Uh -huh. I did already do this. I figured you did. 75, you say. So you roll a special success. That's amazing for you. Uh, he rolls. Nice. He rolls a special, too. So that's a tie. I like that. So you're kind of just struggling. We're gonna go. We're gonna go until we get two out of three here. Uh, so okay. he's, he's just struggling. He's on you, and he says, "You know, it's like it feels real, but it's not real." Uh, so you're kind of just like, like fucking, like going back and forth. He's trying to literally like crawl in through your ears and your mouth to get inside you, and you're managing to like push him off. Uh, that's round one yeah. roll again. Let's see how we keep going. Yeah, I think uh, again, Kymrice is kind of fighting with this animal type of ferocity. He's not he's not somebody that has this strength and this size and this brutality to like to depend on. So every time he ever has to fight, it's with oh, everything he has for his Drew, life. Drew, Drew Drew said crit crit is five percent. So you did you did crit. So as a matter of fact, you do uh you do do your spirit damage to him, whatever that is. Uh you have you used to have a spirit combat damage. Yep. Uh let me see. Give me one quick sec. Plus Wait, something probably. What does that mean? How do we crit? He rolled a five percent of his roll. Yeah, it's it's like the same as Call of Cthulhu. It's it's oh a okay, like I see five percent of your skill. Oh no, never mind. Yeah, five percent, five percent of seventy-five. Yeah, so it's not. I'm sorry, it's not. No, sorry. I would have had to roll a three and a half or you less. Special, yeah. So it's a tie. Sorry, Drew, I didn't understand. Oh, so it's a um, percentage of your. It's a percental system. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I see. Um. So yeah. So I'm I'm just fighting with this animal type of ferocity, and I still have the stone in my hand. By the way. Mm -hmm. All right. Roll. Roll. He he rolled a. Uh, Yep. My my second roll's a ninety-five, so I did not get it. He fouled as well. He rolled a seventy. He is he is, does not have your skill. Uh so you're still in limbo. Uh Fuck. let's just keep going. You're rolling okay. around in the mud with this spirit and you're kinda you're like just claw two very scrawny guys clawing at each other, one's alive, one's dead. Well remember what you watched last week <laughs> or three weeks ago. I got a twelve. Okay, uh you win. He failed again. So roll your roll your uh, spirit combat damage. One d six plus one on him. I think I take the rock and I uh, I literally hit him in the head with it. Wham. Um, I also don't know where my spirit damage is here. As an assistant Sorry. shaman, it's going to be one d six plus one. So just that's okay. what it is. Yes, so has nothing to do with power or anything nope. like that. Nope. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's we'll we'll use that for now, and we'll just double check the math later. Okay. Uh, so roll the damage then one d six plus yep. one. Yep. 
do. <laughs> okay. Like I said, we're just going to best two out of three on this in rounds, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, you you whack him in the head with the rock, and he just he cries out in pain. He's he shouldn't feel this, but he does somehow. Uh, let's and he just he kind of you hit him, and he kind of looks at you, and he's actually. And he just like kind of does like the Hobbit face when he sees the ring and just jumps <laughs> on you again. And uh, I got a, a sixty. I got a twenty-eight. So he gets you this time. Uh, okay. So one so and one. Four, four points of damage were one and one, and that's four points to your magic points, not your hit points. Because okay. spirit damage. So he's actually kind of attacking your being. Okay. So we're running one. Let's see if we 20. can wrap this up this time. Twenty. He fails. Eighty-seven. So he, you whack him in the head with a stone. He hisses at you and he jumps on you. And he's actually like biting into your neck and like clawing and trying to like pull your mouth open and like pull into it. And as you do, um, you win. So how do you, how do you win? Let me know. You get him off. I think um, you do not destroy him. However, I think um, I think as this is happening. Um, my body is like, you know, adrenaline's pumping. I'm literally fighting for my life. And mm-hmm. I like close my eyes. And I just mm-hmm. remember that moment in the forest um, when I was looking in the water and the, I was playing with the doe as a child and everything was so peaceful and serene. Mm-hmm. And I think in that moment, I think I just maybe, I don't know. You said I don't kill him or anything, but I was thinking just to like maybe pull him in and start like choking him close against me so that he can't breathe like even though yeah. he's biting me i'm literally squeezing like the life out of him i know what you so you pulling him in kind of like like that sort of choke yeah uh, facing each other right okay yeah you do you, you pull him in and you you almost feel like he's got like scrawnier bones than you you actually can feel it like like you're squeezing hard against his neck and as you do he actually just starts crying like in your shoulder and is like i just i just wanted to live i just wanted to live and he begins hugging you I kind of, when he says that, I feel that the warmth of my, you know, blood running down my chest. And then I, I feel him and he's sobbing and saying he just wanted to live. And, um, I, I slowly let, let up on my grip and I just kind of hold him and embrace him. And I am saying, I'm sorry that you didn't get what you wanted. He just sobs in your arms. Uh, make a note of this. Don't add it in yet. You gain one power. POW. Power. Okay. And you start to hear the wind a little bit again. And the lid above, above you is pulled free. I ask him, uh, oh, does he disappear, you said, or no? I ask He's him. I whisper in his, I whisper okay, in his ahead. ear as we're holding each other close. Mm-hmm. And I say... Can you hear that? The wind's talking again. He kind of just like sobs and, and you get like, kind of like a nod, but then he just flows away into nothing and you're alone in the pit as the lid is pulled away. Discard. Mm-hmm. You're deep in this pit and it's cold and it's silent and you are just kind of like getting... You know how you kind of like, you, sometimes you can stand in a dark room and just kind of kind of get a feel of it, yep. even though you can't see, you're doing that. Uh, but you become aware that you yourself are not alone. 
you hear it first, and then you also smell it. It's you know more sheep and, and animals, and you can and you can smell that that smell of animals, and then you feel them kind of like clustering all around your legs, and and, and you can you can feel fear in them, and and you light things up a little bit, and you you can. Uh, see a little bit more and there's all these little lambs around your feet just clustering clustering so so very afraid of something in the darkness i'll uh i'll kind of like they're clustering i'll kind of step in front like towards kind of what they're trying to back away from as you do you see it just on the edge of the shadows just muscle and sinew and grace Almost a shadow just walking along on the edge of the, the saber-toothed cat. Seems a little thinner than one should be, and its eyes are just like balefire. But it's walking there, and it lets out this low, low growl as it looks in your eyes, and you know it's questioning you. What are you? Are you the hunter, or are you the protector? In this case, I'm putting myself between the sheep and this predator. Uh, I am most certainly trying to protect this flock from the predator trying to get at it. Okay. And in, in, in that time, I'm also, I'm going to try to like be making myself as big as I can with it without trying to you make that decision to step forward and you're like, I'm going to protect the lambs, Clarice. And all of a sudden, as soon as you make that decision, you're aware of the spear in your hand. And that animal turns on you and it comes right at you and just rears up because it knows you're standing between it and a meal. We're in spirit combat now with this spirit. Okay. Damn! Protect the sheep! Spirit the lambs, combat. Clarice. I got a regular success on that. So we're uh, just going to see how you do. Spirit be combat. Dressed in sheep. I got a 49 out of 50. Regular success. Okay, yes. so uh, two regular successes. He kind of rears up at you. You managed to bop it off, I think, probably with the butt of the spear. Mm -hmm. And just kind of you're back to, to square one. Nothing happened. Nobody got hurt. Uh, he circles you and he comes at you again. All right. That's a fail. Uh, also a fail. I got a 75. Again, still still kind of more circling. Uh, I would say maybe it lunges at you, trip a little bit, fall in the mud, but manage. you manage to get your spear in between its legs, so it rolls too. Mm -hmm. No harm, no foul. You're back up again. All right. That's a regular success. Uh, that is a fail. I got a 58. All right. Gets you. You take Six. He boops you on the snoot. He boops you six magic points of damage. Six damage to my magic points? Magic points. Okay. Kind of claws at you, get a slash right along your side with, with from that claw. Strangely, it doesn't it doesn't feel hot or, or like that 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 feeling when you get cut very badly. It's just almost like a cold runs down your side, like a frigid, frigid cold. Ah, yep. That's a big time fail. Uh, 
Ah, my dice are not licking me. That is also a fail. Okay. Uh, you roll around a little bit more. He's trying like hell to get those fangs into you, and you just jam your spear into its mouth, and you're kind of pushing it, and you're a big enough and strong enough guy, and this is actually a hungry, hungry spirit, and not as strong as a saber tooth. He managed to hold it off. Okay. Just failed. <sighs> 72. Okay. Uh, more status quo. You're just, you're just wrestling back and forth. All right. Rolling in the mud with this massive, massive thing. Fail. Uh, da, 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 da. Also fail. 81. Not doing so, well. This is the last one. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't hit one yet on it, have you? No. Okay. Uh, I'm trying. Success. Descara pate. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Seven. What's your skill? Uh, fifty. Okay, that is. Uh, I think that is a special success, right? Yes, it is. Okay, you beat him. One d six or whatever your spirit damage is. It's probably just one d six. It's 1d6 plus 3, because I have uh, I have high uh Damn bro. High right. stats. Yeah. Well yeah, I said he was hit once. He's he's the one punch man. <laughs> uh eight. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you um damn bro. Uh yeah, so it you managed to push it off, it lunges at and you just get the spear back in time to just absolutely jam it into its like Shoulder, and uh, it wounds it pretty badly. Uh, you see, like kind of like that blackness that's in its eyes, kind of leaking out of it as it mm. circles around you and lumps, limps, and then jumps at you one more time. Let's see how we go. Fail. Hey. Oh, Forty-two. So you succeed. How do you uh, you you win? How's how do you win? When it comes to jump and rake at me again, I will uh, take the spear up and kind of shove it into its chest and push it down to the side. So you kind of set the spear on it, and it just, you set the spear on it as it leaps at you at the last moment, it kind of impales itself on that spear and just screams, and you just kind of drop it. And as you do, you're aware of the lambs kind of just for a second circling around you. And they're so, you know, like giving the little lamb boops on the leg mm -hmm. that you saved their life. But then everything kind of just disappears. Even the spear in your hand has felt so real a minute ago, just fades away, and you feel above you. That lid open up, and you can hear the wind just a little bit again. Hmm. Okay. Rue. Fuck, I want to get out of this hole so bad. <laughs> you're freaking out because you're in an yeah. enclosed space. I don't like this. I don't like this cage. <laughs> and uh, you, you, you're pacing like an animal would. I would imagine, right? Yep. Maybe. I'm testing roots, seeing if any of them are strong enough to get myself off of the ground. Probably not. I'm real big. <laughs> as you're doing that, you become aware of sobbing in the corner. 
Oh, you guys like... can see decently in the dark. Uh, and it's just, it was pitch black a moment ago. You start to adjust and you look in the corner and you see a figure just kind of like knees up the chest, head down, just sobbing in the corner. So, boy, maybe eight to 12 years old. I go really still for a moment. Still, still like a, like, like only wild things do when you surprise them, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I let out a breath and I say, Hey. He looks up, and um, you see, you get a better look at him now. He's got very very wild hair, like a comb has never seen this kid's hair. But in it, there are little bones and little beads kind of like weaving in here and there, even a feather. And he's wearing um, deerskins. Uh, not a lot of clothes, but deerskins. Uh, it's a very like, wild-looking outfit. Uh, and he's got yellow, yellow eyes. Just like you kind of recoil a moment at those eyes and then I'll slowly kind of crouch down to be more at his level mm -hmm. and I'll stay where I am I don't come any closer he seems surprised to see your eyes as well how long have you been in here I, I don't know I was just I was hunting and there was a boar and I it was wounded I was I was at the other of a ravine and I I was afraid it fell down the ravine and the next next thing I know I was just something pushed me from behind and I I was in, was in the air, and then I was here. I don't want to be here. I want to be home. You and me both, bud. Uh, what's what's your name? Killed two bears. Can you say that again? Killed two bears. Killed two bears. Hot damn, that's a good name. Mm-hmm. Dad. I'm Rue. You're like me, but you're not, are you? I just shake my head. How how do we get out of here? Uh, how deep is this pit? Twelve to fifteen feet or so. Ah! How and this kid's like eight-ish. Yeah. Probably about four feet tall. Like this line of questioning. <laughs> uh, the is there the is there a ledge or anything to grab onto if we can get to the top of it, or is it just like is the lid like completely flush with it? Or could you grab like hard, the to earth hard to tell from where you are in the dark. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, you think the way I think. Ah, <laughs> uh, huh. Okay, I'm gonna pace around again. I'm gonna like, uh study the lip around, see if I think there is a better ledge on any given side of this shit pit. <laughs> you see that um, with the way it's dug, there's a portion kind of on the left side where, you know, some of it's kind of crumbled away and uh, there's some roots and stuff that you might be able to grab onto uh, if you can get someone up there. Right. Uh, how are you? Uh, are you good at jumping? I'm one of the best of my tribe. All right. Um. Okay. Uh. If I give you a, a boost and a little uh, extra extra lift, do you think you can catch those roots up there? Tony stands up. He's got like dirty, dirty hands and dirty skin, and he kind of like still wipes his hands off though. And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah." 
Okay. I'm like, I'm, oh, please don't kill this kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I'll, I'll kind of get down and make like a little You're gonna do that. Foot yeah, okay. step up with my hands, yep. you know, and uh, have goes. count of three, you know, jump step. And I'm going to lift and give him the best toss I fucking can toward the top. <laughs> okay. He runs and he kind of does that. And as he jumps, he puts his hands one on your shoulder and one on your head. And you just like push him up into the air. And as you do that, he just disappears. And when his head hand touches your head, suddenly you just get this rush, rush of vision. Of, of You're in a high mountain pass. You look, you can see, actually see the town. You can see the village and you can see the vale far, far below. And you see this, this, this ledge and this deep, deep ravine in the edge of it. And all of a sudden you feel like <gasps> you were pushed and you're just falling into this ravine and you're tumbling, tumbling, tumbling. And the last second, right before you're about to hit the ground, you have this vision of alpine forest, like right before the tree line on the mountain. And you know somewhere in there is home, and you just want to get home. And you, you take all that in, and you get <gasps> like a deep breath, and then you realize you can hear the wind again, and the lid slides above you. Descar, you need to do this too. And Amber, just make a note. You gain a point of power, P-O-W. Power. Don't need to add it in yet, but okay. just... I'll note yeah. it here. Plus just note it. Pow. So you have passed your tests so far. I was like, it. I threw him so hard, he dusted. <laughs> I, I literally said I in Twitch chat, child. I Thanos snapped a child. <laughs> It's Rainy throwing the raven. Go ahead, little bud, fly. <laughs> I can't wait to be the one to fail this. I can't wait. Here, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You're alone in the dark. What else is new? What else is new? Am I right? Like, Hello, darkness. My he just starts friend. snapping his finger. This is. I think actually. I think um, after a moment, I think Ben would literally just probably sit calmly and close his eyes and like wait and. You do that. And then you're aware when you open them again uh, that what was this pit you were thrown in is bigger than you bigger than you thought. Mm. It's actually round, like an arena, and you're not alone down here. You see some weapons, spears and axes and swords, kind of laying around. Some of them just leaned against the wall. Some just laying in the arena. It's a sandy pit of an arena, and you see that you're not alone down here. There are other boys. There are. Four of them, at least, that you're aware of that are sitting in the corners, kind of same thing as what uh, there was in Gru's pit. Knees up, kind of not looking, not making eye contact with you at all, just kind of like doing everything they can to be pulling into themselves. But there's one other boy who's a big guy like you. Uh, golden, golden hair, long, golden beard, full golden beard, blue eyes. Kind of the opposite of what you would be. Yeah, yep. But also the same size as you. All right. And he's just like stalking around like like he has alpha male with a trademark after his name. Sure. And uh he's just like he's looking at the weapons and he looks at Starts the boys and he's like this is obvious what they want us to do. They want us to fight till the only ones left. Why don't we just pair up and fight? He picks up a sword and a shield. He's like, unless anyone else has got any better ideas. Um it literally is just like an arena. There's walls. We're not scaling these walls. It's like the You're pit. You're not scaling these walls. Yep. Uh, 
if you want, give me like an intelligence check. Int times five. Okay. Int times five. Okay. Yep. Pretty sure int is my lowest score. Yes, it That's is. That's great. You know what? Don't even roll. Then I don't want. I don't want to put this to a roll. I just uh, failed. Just failed. okay. So we don't allow the dice to get in the way of good story. Oh. Um, you know, yes. being Ven and knowing enough about Homak that uh, these other kids are not. There's no honor in like beating them. Yeah, like, no they're not fighters. They don't want to be here. Yeah. My first thought was going to be if he was going to like challenge these kids who are just cowering in a corner. I was going to say, get behind me. And I say, like, we don't fight unless we have to. And I would defend them from this golden haired guy. Okay. He's, you, so you stand up and you say that? Yeah. Okay. He looks you up and down, kind of gives you that, like, he goes, what makes you think you can give the orders here? What makes you think fighting is the first choice? What is the, it's the only, you see weapons and you assume that's it. I see. Why else would they be here? I look at the other kids. I say, I see people who need help before I see these weapons. Well, I say we fight. If we leave these others out of it, I see no problem in you and me. If you must. All right. He kind of like backs up with his sword and shield and gets ready. What weapons do you want to pick up then? Uh, I mean, I'm biased, uh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, probably I'd pick up a broadsword and a shield. Now, you got it. You, mechanically, were we supposed mm -hmm. to add our cult numbers or no? Yes. Okay. I would say you can. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Cult numbers, no. Profession numbers, yes. Okay. Okay. I wrote so, them yeah. both down. So I knew them both. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. What is your sword and, and shield score, by the way? Uh, my sword is 55, and my, depending on the shield, um, is it a medium or a large shield? It's a medium. Damn, it's a 35. <laughs> Do you want it to be large? It can be, it's whatever you're best at, because this is, yeah. this is his mystical, magical fantasy yeah. dream. So uh, it can be, uh, large would be 55 as well, so 55 for both of them. Okay. So, all right. He has a large shield and a broadsword, too. Okay. Evenly squared off. It makes sense. Evenly squared off. And I do, I do kind of just um, tell the others. I say, like, stay back, stay behind me. And they're all like, okay. <laughs> and he just kind of has his shield out and his sword up, and he just starts circling you. Yep, we do the circle. We feel each other out. I, what uh, is your I strike rank? Do you have that figured out? Strike rank? Yes. Mm -hmm. My strike rank is... Okay, I thought it was right on this first page. Hold on. Uh, size strike rank is one. Dex strike rank is two. So with a weapon, yeah, da da da. I I'm not sure how. I think you use this. I think you use both and add in the one for the broadsword. I don't, you might not have that. I think it's four for a broadsword. Okay. So that would be with both. It'd be a seven. So four yep. for broadsword, two. I, I think I think that's. We'll double check in a second. As a matter of fact, though, that's okay because he goes on the same strike rank that you go on. Uh, so he's going to attack you and try to block with his shield anything you do. Okay. And now, we're just going to go two out of three hits here. We're not going to go through like a full combat just to make it. Uh, and, I, and I'm not rolling spirit combat. I'm specifically yeah. rolling broadsword. 
Uh, you're specifically rolling broadsword if you attack. And hold on, I'm going to tell you what the strike rank on that is. I have it somewhere here. Hold on a second. Yeah, I can write that down. You might need this later, so. Get it done! Weapons. Weapons, 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 where are you? I have the DM, uh, DM reference here. Here we go. Swords. Where are you, swords? Swords. Swords. And I don't think, I mean, as much as I want to be offensive, uh, I think that Ven would would wait. Because again, the whole point was strike rank two. So what was what was your? It's it's strike rank two. So it's your you win your dex and your speed. You add that and add two to that. That's when you go five. Okay. All right, so that's the earliest you can go. You can wait to see what he does if you want. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to wait. I'm going to, because right now what I'm doing is my body is going through the uh, practiced uh, movements. I'm imitating Jorgenoth, and I am, mm -hmm. and I am just waiting. Um, I'm, I'm looking, you know what I'm doing is I'm studying his movements like I would study Blade Songs. So... Uh, sorry if that's not the most fun. No, 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 no. That's fine. So, uh, you, you're studying him and you can tell that, uh, you know, he's, he knows what he's doing, but he's also very confident and very aggressive. Okay. And he just comes at you. All right. Am I rolling? War pride and he's swinging that sword. Yeah. If you're going to try to parry it, you can roll your shield. You want to dodge, you can roll your dodge. Ooh. No, I don't think my dodge is good. I, I will. I'm strong. I'm big. I can get my <laughs> shield up in the way. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Let me know how you do. 60 over 55. So you have a regular success? No, I failed. Oh, you failed. Okay. 60 over 55. Oh, shit, bro. Okay, yeah. so uh, hold on a second. Because he has 55. So he just has a regular success. So that is a hit. Yep. Yep. I don't want to be the only one to fail. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see where he hits you. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, one. Okay. What's your hit location at a one? At a one? Yeah. Uh, where you do I... a little guy in your character sheet. Oh. On a one, it would be my right leg. Okay. He slashes your right leg for three hit points. Okay. Um, yeah, I get my shield up, but he dips low. He, he last minute kind of sweeps it low and he gets in there and it's three points of damage to that leg. Okay. And it's a cold when it hits you. Again, it doesn't, I mean, you've been cut before, you haven't hit with a sword, but it's a cold like feeling as it slashes you. Uh, but you manage to, you don't get that in time, but you can, you can go now. You were waiting. So I can say, you know, get your, get your hit in, man. All right. Swing my sword. That's a hit on his end. So we're just going to go two out of three here just to see how yeah, you do. I, I also yeah. got a success, just a regular success. 43. Under okay, let's see how he does. Uh, he failed. So you get him. Okay. Uh, so my damage is. What is a broadsword? Because I have. 1d8 plus... plus one. Okay. And I have okay. a damage bonus here. Do I roll that as well? Oh, roll that and add it in. Yeah. All right. And then roll your hit, roll your hit location too. Oh my god! Do I just roll a d twenty for your hit location? Yep. I got a two for hit location, but I rolled thirteen damage. Damn, bro. 
Uh, okay, what, um, the two is probably your leg again, right? Yeah, probably his right leg, if it's my right leg. Just, just go by yours, because you're basically fighting yourself. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so, um. So I, um, I just hit his leg harder. I just, like. You, you do. So how many hit points do you have in your leg? I have six total. So you double them. You slashes deep to the bone, and he just drops. And then, okay, uh, I'm not going to continue fighting this person. He drops, and he's like, he's he's wounded really, really bad, and he's like, he's trying to get up, but he just he can't, and he just kind of collapses down, and he's just like, damn it, and he hits his hand on the ground, and as he does, you feel like the sword in your hand, and the shield in your hand, and everything around you just. Yeah. Thanos snaps away, and you're um, back in that little square pit again, and above you, pulls away. You can hear the wind again. Okay. Make a note. You gain one point of power. Okay. Well done, everyone. With the addition of so the fact powerful. that you can see uh, some moonlight from the red moon is, is getting in, uh, you can make out handholds and roots, and you can each manage to scrabble up pretty easily, even come Reese, uh, to get out of your pits. Even and the as you, even the small boy, you, you pull out of the pit. And, My uh, pit was only six feet deep. You're out of there, and you, kind of, you stand up, and yeah. you look around, and you see, like, there are pits. The pits were just, there are six of them. They were just dug in a straight line. And uh, you're in a clearing, and the men around the clearing aren't there anymore. And it's just, Hold it's on. just that cold. Sorry, six pits? Are there other people here? Yes. Yeah. Often and Dareston were there. Oh, and that's they, right. Are they getting out? So, you see, you see um, the clearing. You see some deep woods in a mountain, and the rain has stopped, but it's still a little windy. But it's 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 died down a little bit. You see, often crawled out of his pit, and he's like, "What a fucking bear!" Look like you won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened to you? I threw a child. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you hit anything? I hope not. <laughs> no. You look around and you're like, hey, where's Darsted? Oh, no. <laughs> and then you realize that one of the pits is still covered over. No. God. Uh... I'm going to... Yeah, hey, buddy. Can, can, can I? Can I? I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna to dig him a grave. I will. I will. I'm, keep I'm a not few gonna feet back, but I'll let Des lead the way. I'll. I'll be there for backup. <laughs> I would. I would certainly stop Descara from opening this. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm going to listen to sounds that like he's still down there. Yeah. And, like, you hear a moving. soft sobbing, and the sound of like somebody slopping around in the mud. It's kind of like wet, squishy noises. Stirring yeah. a bowl of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of... Oh my god, that... I have an amazing thing for this, by the way. Mayonnaise. Yeah, the half-empty mayonnaise job. <laughs> is the one? Mine is... It's the sound of music background, but it's got a bowl of mac and cheese, and it says the sound of mom bringing somebody home from the bar. <laughs> oh, dude. That's Boy. <laughs> Oh, oh. I thought my joke was bad. Holy shit. 
I didn't make the meme. I just found it. <laughs> no, I'm also <laughs> referencing a different meme, but still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sarah in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> you know that vine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me and Jess, team wholesome over here. Come on. <laughs> the eye the pit with suspicion. So that's what you hear down there. I'm, I'm gonna... He's still alive. I'm going to leave Crying the pit alone. a lot. But he's, he's still alive. He's crying, but he's still alive. What do we give him, like, ten minutes? I, I don't... How, how long even we were... Were we even down there? You have no idea. I... I think Kymrice will walk a little closer to the edge of the thing and he'll just kind of get down on his knees in his hands and say, just listen to the wind, brother. It's howling. You'll be okay. You just hear more sobbing. I just, I just whisper it. Like he obviously couldn't hear me even if he was listening, but. You're making it worse. (laughs) I'm going to do the Van Gogh thing and be like, there's more to be done. And I think he's going to start walking. (laughs) Where are you even going? Ah. I think, Wait, I think maybe the clearing. Step on the I'm, not, I'm not leaving the group, but I think that um, you know, how much time do we give him, kind of thing? Yes, you're we gonna go to brood at the border. Well, like, I mean, in my vision just now, I did just say like protect these kids who can't do this themselves, but at the same time, I you like missed one. No, and, and like I'm not, I will not leave him. But at the same time, you know, we all just went through this what what else is waiting for us you know Ven is just gonna be so like the, while you look around the wind has shifted a little bit Ven, and uh you smell some wood smoke and mm-hmm. some meat cooking and far far off in the forest past the edge of the clearing deep in the woods you can see a campfire okay so at least i have that trained uh for us okay yeah basically i was just gonna do what i did at the um festival at the the thing last week He's just doing the perimeter, right? Like he knows, like people have their guards down right now. Well, actually, everyone mm-hmm. has their guards up, but we're all waiting on, um, Darsten. Yeah, Darsten. That's even how bad would be like he has a name. <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah, just a to do a quick perimeter, but okay. But there's a fire. Okay. Yep. Assuming that takes a yeah. few minutes, I get back. How? Give him. Do? We'll give him ten minutes. I feel like ten more minutes. Maybe he's just running a little behind. And he'll catch up. 10 minutes. You stand there for 10 minutes listening to someone cry and roll around in the mud. It's not. Uh, I, okay. Uh, can I find a small little flower or some shit around us and just put it down next to him and then walk away? Springtime? I say you, yeah, fine. You can find a flower. Broken. Just a small little flower and I'm just yeah. going to put it down quietly and then I'm just going to walk away. He's going to leave him. Yeah. Uh, Where you going? Uh, Dar- Darsten? Can you? It's not real. Yeah. Ish. Uh. What? <laughs> Jesus cry. You hear cry. Best yourself. Uh, am I going to get like lit on fire if I open this? Like, uh, uh, I, I look at Descara. Yeah, also looking at Descara. Open it? Like, I. I, it, it is a trial. I mean, as much as I would also like to. I mean, I think he failed already, out. so we should just help him out. Like, and how, then how... this is a bird whose wing you shouldn't fix. Leave him be. This is as real as he wants it to be. Yeah. Ben... Do you all just gonna leave him down there? 
Oh, still... says often. Is, yeah, I was gonna say. No, often. no, we're not. He if he 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 didn't pass. I mean, we'll try I, again I next year. I don't know how I this know works. He's a dick, but like we can't just leave him. Yes, but and we, we don't know if we I'm, take him I'm out of here. I'm gonna try to lift we, the the gate. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. If we take him out of here, he will be leaving a piece of himself behind, regardless. It sounds like it's already gone, Kim Reese. Kim Reese. Very well. I just stand back. <laughs> I look. I, I look at Descara, and we play the RuneQuest version of Rock Paper Scissors. Who has to carry him? <laughs> I'll, I'll be the one to carry him if he needs carrying. Yeah, you find that the the lid is actually surprisingly light, and you're able to just pull it back. Uh, and when you do, light the moonlight shines back in, and you see Darsten in his Bronze Age skivvies, uh, just like laying in a kind of fetal position uh, in the mud, just crying. Sin. Look up. A... I'm gonna kind of get down on my uh, on my knees and like kind of reach down into the pit. You're gonna have to jump. He gets up and he jumps and he grabs you, and then like you know like with like. They say like, "Don't grab a drowning man," because yep. they like pull you down. Just pull me into the pit. Awesome. He's just like trying to got, pull you into the pit. Yeah. Unless got someone him. stops that. Yeah. I. I yeah. We're just gonna make okay. a chain, all of us. Just, ah, I'm halfway in the pit again. I'm like, okay, right, so like race against this, the wall. Guy? The wall. Ah. <laughs> I'll uh, as when I see Bruce slipping, I'll uh grab his foot because it's probably flailing up in the air. <laughs> grab it. Uh, grab him by the ankles, and I'll start uh pulling. <laughs> so you start pulling, and often is like, "Oh damn it!" And he just kind of reaches down and like just gra- he just grabs down, but he doesn't get anywhere good to hold on to except for, I'm sorry, often grabs Darston. Uh, he just manages to grab like his loincloth, so he gets he gets like a Bronze Age wedgie and just he just like pull him up. Now he is also leaving behind his dignity. Just like laying on the ground, like, the just mud. like crying and like almost hyperventilating. Uh-uh. He is. He didn't All complete right. the first stage. He's You're out. Kid. You're out now. I also have the wood and the and cooking meat now. It smells really good. I'm close. <laughs> oh, you're just walking towards it. You left. I, I no, I w- I didn't leave everybody, but I walked away and wasn't partaking and helping this guy out. The fire is deep, deep in the woods. So you're not, you're not near it. Yeah. Um I would I'd actually like to yeah, like with Kaim Reese kind of say like this is something we're doing together, but we all must, you know. The challenges individually as well. Yeah, I I I do ag- I do agree. I I I'm do think we should just leave, yeah, leave him here. Leave him there? Leave just him here. Leave him here. We just take him to the fire, man. It smells good. Let's see what's up over there. It Maybe is still cooking. I got, I got him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna haul, haul him up. Yeah. Okay. If we're gonna do anything, Carrie, we can leave him by the fire. But if there's more pressing things beyond that, like we don't know. You know, Ven is is torn, but as at the same time, like yeah. At at, at this point, like again, again, Descara does want to uh, want to help him, but he does feel like this is our. 
an initiation and we should yeah it, part of it is we should, that person yeah we we did I'll help kind of look at them and i'll just be like i was never going to be good at this and i'll just help <laughs> Dearson along <laughs> uh, you kind of like you get the arm over his shoulder and kind of like carry him and he's pretty catatonic so he's just kind of following along with you wherever you kind of push him. Almost All robotic. Right. Yeah, I'll just drag him along. I was never going to be good at this initiation thing. I think we all knew that. I, I got him. I, it's I think, fine. I, yeah. <laughs> I think as we're walking along, I, I think I'm going to ask him if he can hear the wind still. Just stare, thousand yards stare straight ahead, not reacting to you. He's still in the hole. I just put a hand on his shoulder. And I kind of shake my head a little bit, and I say, I'm so sorry. And I just keep walking ahead. Okay. Are you walking to the fire? Yeah. Okay. So you follow the smell of the wood, uh, wood smoke, and as you get closer, you smell the smell more and more of cooking meat, and it just smells so good. And it, it's been a shitty night and cold night so far, but this that, that smell is picking your spirits up. And you get to, eventually, you walk longer than it looked like when you were looking through the woods, but sometimes that happens in the dark. Uh, you, see, you get to a big clearing, and in the middle of it is this fire, and on the fire there's a small hog on a spit. And uh, all around the, the, the rest of it is a camp that's set up with a, kind of like a lean-to and a couple of different barrels and, 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 and things of different things. You see some weapons stacked in a barrel, and, and they're just different goods, right? This is a camp. Uh, with your back with his back to you, there's this, this giant, very broad-shouldered man turning the spit of the hog. As you walk into the clearing, he hears you, and he stands up. And when he stands up, you're all like, fuck, this guy is big, because he's a full head taller than Benarin and Descar. <laughs> and he turns around, and he's this tremendously barrel-chested guy, shaved head, bald, big, big, big hey. beard. Uh, very twinkly twinkle of mischief in his eye. Uh, he's not a fierce-looking guy. He's, he's a nice-looking man. Uh, and you can this tell is me if I got fed. With his tattoos, uh, you can see not the typical clan tattoos you recognize. Uh, you don't see any battles or scars or anything like that. You do see the markings for a wife and a child. Uh, but you don't recognize any clan markings. But you can tell by his dark beard in his eyes that this is definitely a Hortling. And you look at him, and he looks at you, and he's got bare-chested, blue-kilt, high-wrap sandals, and uh, he says, I am Hengel, son of Vingot. Are you friend or foe? Anyone who wants to make like a history of their own people, a history of Hortling role right now, can make Is that Is that Rack my brain for what this is here. Oh, God. Is it custom swortling or is there specifically a history? Customs, custom swortling is fine. Oh um, no. I'll give it a shot. We're trying to roll under, right? I rolled real bad. I rolled a 98. Okay, you failed. I, have a... I rolled a 94. More... I rolled a 95. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hey, sink back. What could this mean? I just Take it home, sounds in my head. Just oh bark, my God. bark, bark, I'm like, great. My stomach <laughs> grumbles. All right, 82. Oh, you guys! Like, son of Vingot, that's a good name. Are you friend or foe? I ask him, I say, it depends. Are you sharing your food? Can our friendly NPC often... often? I'm 
Afar. I'll give, I'll give Boffin a chance. Hold on. Hold Boffin on. Hold a on. Chance. Please debate us. Watch him win. <laughs> <laughs> it's middling and Christian doesn't feel good about it. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it to you. All right. So he says, um, Tangle. Offen's like, he's like, fucking Tangle. Son of Vingot. Vingot. Guys, Vingot. Vingot was the mortal son of Orlanth. Ah. Who was the founder of humans who worship Orland. Basically, before you were Hortlings, you were called Vingotlings. Mm-hmm. Second generation came, Jesus. Yort, Yort came around and like did some cool shit. So then you're like, you know what? We like him better. We're going to call ourselves Yortlings. But Vingot was like the first human king of, of y'all. Vingot, Vingot is the son of Orlanth. So if this guy's the son of Vingot. That makes him Orlanth's grandson. Dude, and we're all like, <laughs> this is so great. You're like, not... who the fuck are you? Often <laughs> is like, guys, guys, this is crazy. And we're all just like, What's up, dude? You're big. <laughs> yep, pretty much. So, yeah, Ruth, you were saying so? <laughs> I'm Rue, son of Liv. I'm a friend. He just looks at you, Vinaren. Vinaren, son of Haran. Friend. Good to you, Descara. Descara, son of Sarlif. Uh, friend. Looks at you, Kimrys. Please, thank you. I am Kim Reese. I'm hungry. <laughs> he laughs Fair. at that. And he goes, You're welcome, friends. Come, have a seat. It's almost done. This is Dearston, son of someone. <laughs> he kind of looks at him. He pings out, he pulls out a, a, a flask of mead, like a, like a water skin. But as a mead, he opens it, takes a drink, hands it to Venaren. He goes, what happened to him? He's still in the hole. Uh, come, sit. Sit. Um, I take a sip, and I guess I pass it to whoever's closest. And he says, you know, what happened to my grandfather, Orlanth, and his brothers? Umath was away, and enemies came. And the sons of Umath went into those pits as boys, but they emerged as men. But the other brother, he looks at Dashton. The other brother was broken. And that was the sin that broke the world. Hmm. But for you, youth and innocence are over. You must go forth now and walk the path of York. But before you leave me, you must know what York knew. You must hear what I told him when he came to me. And as he says that, he takes some meat and he like kind of tears it off the hog and he starts handing it around. I mean, and once everybody, <laughs> once everybody has their piece, he doesn't take any. He takes a stick and he starts stirring the fire and he goes, You came here in the dark and the storm because you saw a light. This light. And he pits the fire and then he gestures up to the heavens and he goes, Each of those lights up there fights the dark eternally, never surrendering. They're beacons, campfires in the night, just like this one. You must be one of them now. And he just looks back at the fire. And as he looks back at the fire, this guy, like, almost looks bigger now. He's growing. And he says, When I was born, the third mother gave me a star for a heart. Two wives my father had, the summer wife and the winter wife. But she was the third, because she's the unseen wife at every birth. Because she is birth. And he reaches down and he just grabs, like, a handful of dirt. And he goes, When you were born, you emerged from your mothers as boys. But tonight, 
you emerge from our mother as men. And he just kind of lets that dirt fall through his hands back into the ground. And he kind of looks back off into the night now. And he seems even bigger now than he was. This guy's almost pushing like 12 feet tall now. And he says, when I was young, I was poisoned. And it made me grow as large as a house. I was afraid. I was afraid my people would starve. So I went away. And I shone alone in the dark. And that's where Hjort found me. The mead thing manages to get around for him then. And he takes a big swig of it. Passes it back in the circle. The world was broken then. Orlanth is gone. For now the slept. The sun hid his face in hell. And as it was for you in the pits, one could not always tell the living from the dead. The darkness threatened to consume everything. So I showed Hjort my light, so he could make it his own. His own star heart to shine in the dark of the night. And he took my light and he gave it to all men. Who now bear his name. And he looks at you each in turn, in your eyes. And he goes, Do you see, Hjortlings? Hjort the hard stag, Hjort of the deer folk, Hjort, heart, heart. He opens up another thing of mead because you're still drinking. <laughs> he starts drinking some more. Yeah, he goes, yeah. He goes, to be mortlings is to spend your life being light in the dark. You must do as Orlant did and fight chaos with every breath. But it is not only the great that push back the dark. Every fence you mend, every child you raise, every crop you plant drives back the darkness, keeps the devil from destroying the world. That's the secret of the star. Be a good man who shines a light in the dark. Everyone saves the world. And as he says that, he kind of seems back to the size he was before. And he kind of warms his hands on the fire. And he says, as a man, sometimes you feel alone. As if you and only you bear the burden that you bear. But none of us truly fight alone. That's the secret court went all the way to the end of the world to find out. That's not required of you. Unless you wish it. All you need to do now is return to your families and spend your lives being lights in the dark. And often says, we can continue on, right? And he nods and he says, if you wish. Looks back. Well, I'm going. What's going to happen to Deerston? He cannot go on. But I'll get him back where he's supposed to be. I look at the meat in my hands and then I look at Deerston. Yep. <laughs> he's just, he's not eating. He's just sat there, just kind of like. He'll be in the halls of your fathers when you're ready to see him again. What if what if the family that we have to return to is forward rather than backwards? Do we go forward then? Sometimes one has to go forward to go backward. Very well. But it's no small thing to go forward. 
Vinarn stands up. Yeah. I don't yeah. have much to go back to. Really? Discara? I mean... I'll, I'll go, I'll accompany Ven and, uh... I'm sorry, I keep forgetting his name. The often. Often. Oh. Um, Awful often. <laughs> I mean... I'll... I'm going with Descara. <laughs> you all stand up. I'll continue on. Um, Descara and I share a hate of the Lunar Empire. I would look at him and say, like, you have a family. It is up to you. And I look at Kaim Reese, and I'm, like, very surprised by this strange, small kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or man now. But you know what I mean? Like, this strange, small, naked man. This strange, small, <laughs> naked man. Hey, at least it's warm now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think I'm a little impressed by you know his his when he said what if family is forward and not backward like to Ven that's literally all he wants Ven's like profound yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only chance I got right oh, yeah. um, and uh, you know uh, I don't know how much Ruin and Ven have interacted in the past but you know um, there's there's a feral uh Admir there's an admiration of your, you know, uh, potential that Ven, you know, it's it's scary, but it's also awesome, like in the literal, you know, so when Ven stands up and it's like, I'm, I'm going, he maybe looks expectantly, even though he doesn't want to be like, I need friends. <laughs> <laughs> I walk a lonely road, the only one. And takes a step forward and then like looks back to see if anyone's following. And it's just, and it's just me and this strange little naked man. No, no, this car is going, going to. to. Oh, Often's going to. So he looks at all of you. Uh, each of you in turn kind of takes you in your measure, and and he he smiles. He's impressed, and he says, uh, "Always are those that choose to go on." It's always those who need to. He looks at you when he says that, Ben. That's good. Not everyone's a stuff of heroes, but every generation needs those who will step up, face the darkness. But you need to know this. It's no small thing to follow in your footsteps. The risks to life, limb, and soul are real. If you choose to go onward, first, you will encounter the I fought, we won battle where you will truly learn what it is to be a star heart. You can choose to go back there, turn back there. If you choose to continue, you will become face to face with the devil. Beware. It's no small thing to face the Lord of the pre-dark. If you manage to get past him, you can turn back again. There's all that lies beyond is the edge of the world and the void. There's no looking into that unchanged. But come on, let's get you ready. And he goes over to the stuff. And um, what weapons do y'all want? My sheet says a bow. <laughs> Broadsword and shield, if possible. Okay. Yeah. Anything you want is there. I would probably take a melee weapon too, Rue. Yep. Oh, I yep. can take a bow as well. 
okay. I'm gonna take a I bow think... and a and uh, you know I'm better at broadsword than any other melee weapon. Okay. Bow and sword. There you go. I think I'm gonna before I get up and go over to the weapons. I'm gonna mm-hmm. quickly kneel before the food and just say a quick prayer, and then I'm gonna. Sure. Uh, some pants. Uh, go... Okay. <laughs> pants? No, don't need those. Um... <laughs> we're we're going. We don't need pants. Oh, we're just fully Winnie the Poohing it up over here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you get a shirt. Uh, no. Um, whatever. What Descar? What weapons do you want? Uh, I'll also take a bow, and I'm gonna take a uh, a battle axe. Okay, you get that. Camrys, uh, what do you get? I'm going to take uh, two daggers. Yep. And do they have like a... Um, I, I will I take arrows also. I don't know if this is a modified weapon or if they even have this weapon. I don't know if this is a weapon or if they even have it, but do they have like a garrow or something similar to that? Uh, they Damn. would, but I'm going to say that that's not available right now. That's Okay. Yeah. Just the two daggers. <laughs> Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? That's that? super messed up, dude. <laughs> uh, and I get says, scrappy, bro. He's like, I would like some tough gloves and some fishing line. <laughs> <laughs> and he also says, here, he has these pots. And he says, um, take this and paint yourselves, and it'll protect you. It's the blue woad, which is an enchanted blue body paint. Awesome. Uh, and if you paint that on your bodies... You will have armor three in all locations. Holy. Ooh. Yeah. Why you do that? I really need a piece. I'll be right back. Right, Rainy so just paints the luck rune on, so on Scar's back. I'll be back. Yeah. Shit. Armor <laughs> three everywhere. I'm sure I, I need big to send luck a rune. with a guy rubbing the mud on the other guy. <laughs> yeah, you basically, exactly. you basically have exactly to do like, like, like get my back, bro. Yeah, it's <laughs> the perfect time for that gift. I love that gift so much. I will, um, <laughs> I will be right back. Especially yeah, since be, I'm naked and covered in mud. Mud each other up. with. Hello, chat. How are you? How are you uh, enjoying you yourself? Moments. No, you want to take it? You haven't talked. To, you and Jess, just take it away. Hi. Enjoy some stream time. We're gonna finger Jess paint is like, on nope, each I'm other. Out, I'll be right back. I have to plug in my computer. Uh, Jess is like, time Jess. to talk. Nah, not yeah. today. <laughs> yes, Drew, this is good. This scene is for you, my man. <laughs> just painting in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting. I mean, if if he's giving us paint that's giving us three armor everywhere. What we're going into is probably going to suck. Yeah. Fun, I will say. Yep. And, and with the way that we've been, oh uh, especially I've been rolling tonight. Nice. Our goal. We had our sub goal. Hey, yeah. Holy shit. Um, ah, so perfect. as your local Twitch bitch, I'd like to really quickly say thank you so much to everyone <laughs> that has subbed, uh, gifted subs. Uh, Smitty, thank you for just donating four subs. We officially have 40 subscribers. Which That's is wow. fucking bonkers, you guys. Actually, um, that is actually bonkers. What? And yeah. Thank you all who've donated for John's final expenses. Don't forget. I've yes. seen for a sure. few come in. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys it. so um, much for family. that. For folks that joined us uh, partially through the stream or missed us talking at the beginning, um, pretty recently, uh, all of, we lost a very good friend to all of us, uh, John died very unexpectedly of a stroke um and so we wanted to do what we could to uh help his wife and his son um so amber set up a gofundme that i have pinned at the top of the uh 
Twitch stream. Um, it's also shared on um, a couple places on Facebook. Um, so if you are able to and you wish to, um, all money, like I said, goes to his wife and son to help pay for medical expenses, funeral costs, anything like that. Um, do not feel obligated. This is a, if you have the means, um, it would mean a lot to us. Uh, John was, he's been described as the epitome of what we all want at a game table and what a gamer should be. One of the most uh, genuine, kind-hearted folks. Extremely welcoming, extremely funny. Um, the man played a character in Curse of Strahd, and Amber walked out of her office one day and went, John made an invitation for his character's wedding to Strahd, and then hung it up in her office. That's if that wants to, if that, well, you know, you want to see what kind of person he is. Um, it was beautiful. One failed roll against Strahd's charm later. The Wellens making invitations, sending them out to the royal wedding of the century. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Uh, We're and, still and, in a Storm King's Thunder game where, you know, his character, Sunshine Goldenleaf, another member of that Kenrick royal family, yep. is like, you know, those stereotypical paladins who are just like, good is the only option. And we have a rogue <laughs> in the party. But he was so funny about just casually being oblivious. And then, like, ready, like he'd always have these hysterical lines. He <laughs> he launched a bunch of Zentarum out of <laughs> catapults into the uh, the, the <laughs> high moor. It was hysterical. He's it, it, he was just the best. And like Amber said, he engaged everyone else's character at the table with his hysterical characterizations. And just yeah, John was one of the best players. Yeah, best dude. So, yeah, we wanted to. To share this, uh, in order to help his family and and you know send him send him our love, because uh, we all know he would be having a wild time at this table. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hangel's appearance was changed to basically be John, uh, including the tattoos of the wife and king, because um, if anyone was a light in the dark, it was John. So it was a real fitting tribute to a guy. And thank you for that mental image of him in this game. No. <laughs> to, yeah. To uh yeah larger yeah. than life larger so. than life absolutely so yeah um but so you're all rubbed up with the road uh you have that like yeah get my back bro moment i, I blew myself uh, armor. <laughs> <laughs> i blow you too blew you sorry <laughs> oh god uh and, what um, happened to team wholesome what so happened quick. he's alone long gone rainy is alone with team chaos Yes, he is. Make note of this on your sheets, guys. Uh, you all got one power uh, when you were in the in the um, in the pits there. Uh, also, get is that the yourself... same power that I marked immediately, or is this an yeah? Extra so power? you have that. Just in case you didn't mark that, uh, if you passed any checks, so your your uh, Venara and you you succeeded with some weapon checks. Check that skill. Any other skills you succeeded with while you're in there? Spirit combat, Camrys. Uh, same thing with your discard. Check that. You're going to get to roll to see if that increases. Uh, you all also gain 5% to your homeland lore skill. <laughs> After racking my <laughs> thanks brain. To what's, yeah, 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 thanks to Falafel over Falafel. here. Falafel. <laughs> thanks, to, thanks, to, <laughs> thanks to Often, who was like, that's the son of Jesus. And we're like, oh. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yep. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, but you said we add 10 to it? Five. 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 
And uh, the last but not least, just make a note of this, you can roll and add it later, plus 1d6 to your reputation. Oh. Because technically you, you, you succeeded here, you're just choosing to go on and punish yourselves more. Yeah, Which buddy. I love, I love you for. I love you very much for. Mike, wait, baby! Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and kill me, please. Yes, and. Yes, yes and. and. Yes, Beat my cactus. Sorry, what do you ready. take for your weapon? I grab a sweet potato. Can we just roll for the 1d6 now, or do we roll for it later? Just roll uh, 1d6 you, can for do now. It, you can do it now if you want to. You will do it later. It's up to you. How excited are you guys to Three. face the devil? Or a devil? It depends. Does he wear Prada? Maybe. <laughs> depends on what you see. You have to get there to find out, bro. Yeah. Well, let's see how bad the fucking Starheart thing is first. <laughs> Speaking of painting, I, I have the legendary picture on my phone from when I was in Jamaica, and Julia put sunblock on my back. It was the spray sunblock. She did a terrible job of rubbing it, rubbing it in, and my back is horrifically sunburned, minus just sprays and smears and dripping of sunblock and just like patches. It's horrible. The bane <laughs> of being a ginger. Yes. Uh, okay. So, once you're blued up, uh, put my clothes, my shirt back on over it. <laughs> sufficiently blown. Um, you collect your weapons, and Hemgold walks you to the edge of the, of the, uh, of the clearing. And he goes, uh, okay. The path is simple. Just walk on. Walk on until darkness and death consumes everything. You'll be where you're supposed to be. And he just kind of steps back to the fire, and you see him kind of pick up Thurston. <laughs> oh. <sighs> And you start walking. We're walking. And as you walk, the darkness, you leave the fire so far behind in the background, behind you, and the darkness around you starts becoming, like, almost palpable around you, almost like a fog. Like, you could feel the darkness almost. And the trees around you begin to wither, become crooked. Eventually, they're dead. And eventually, they're not there anymore. You're walking across this great, open plain uh, and then the cool wind is blowing it's not a freezing wind but it's a cool wind that's blowing on you guys as you walk and then the smell comes with that wind and it's not a good smell it's that that kind of sickly sweet rotting smell and you begin to hear far far off like the sounds of battle clashes of weapons splintering of shields screams of the dying and that dark darkness is just everywhere you, you can see but you can't see and you just eventually you hear a woman please lords would you come and help me please lords please and you see just standing there as you walk up to her just a pale slip of a woman please won't someone help me please baby please and as you get closer to her, you can see her pallid flesh and she's clutching a baby and you can see that the baby's face, the, the lips are gone. There's nothing but gums, just bone gums. And her chest where she would be nursing this baby is torn apart. There's nothing there, just ribs. And her skin is sunken in. You can just see bones protruding from skin. And she says, please, please, my baby. I can't feed my baby. Will someone please help me? Oof. Um, I think... Uh... Time Reese walks forward and he offers to hold the child 
And he says, what happened? It's just super weak anymore. I don't know what happened. I don't know anything. Everything's cold and dying. And I can't let you hold this baby, sir. Please, could you help me? I, I look at the rest of you guys, and I look at the dagger, and I look at the woman. And I... I like my hands are shaking and I say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And I just continue walking forward. She sinks down and she's just crying on her knees. If you choose to walk past her, she'll just stay there if you want to walk on. Is that what the group wants to do? Um, I, I don't want to leave the group. I feel like yeah, yeah. it's tough for all four of us to have this one, this interaction. Yeah. But... I'll forego any further interaction, but basically I'll say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I was thinking about killing her and the child to put them out of their misery and help they're them, all, but... They're already dead, dude. Yeah, they just don't know it. They're already, they're definitely, like, they're, they're dead. Mm. Like, those are not injuries, they're dead. Right. Right, like... And Kymri still couldn't, still couldn't do it, so... Christian, your audio isn't coming through? Is it not coming through at all, or... Is it back? Just um, back. Okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. Doc says back. you can, can hear him. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, so man. I got gremlins. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Bear with us, folks. We've been having fun audio shit for a while. Um, yeah. See, I spent like six hours trying yeah. to fix it, but the problem is I don't know fuck about shit when it comes to this stuff. So I'm, clearly, I'll I come over soon. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Rainy um, to rescue us all. We keep walking. She's. But none of us have food on our per our persons, right? It's just nope. she's, okay. dead. Um, she's dead. Mercy is the only thing I can give you. If one of you she's is stronger than I, then she's already dead. No. Maybe it would make him feel better. It would make me feel what better. What about you? <laughs> well, I mean, I said him feel better. Yeah, it, yeah, I don't think it would make Ben. I don't oh. think it would make Ben feel better, but I think that in his mind, I mean, she's Starheart is the light of a hero, right? That's what she needs. It's one of those things where, yeah, I mean, I, Mercy is all the baby isn't making any noise. It's just the mother holding it. Mm-hmm. Is. Is this a situation where our death is preferable to the suffering she is prolonged in? Does she she's smell dead? dead? Like, can, oh, is yeah, she alive? She's, she's dead. She no, smells dead. Ben, you don't dead. understand what I'm saying. She is already dead. <laughs> yes, but I mean, you're not going to kill her again. She's already dead. Would whatever I could do end this? You're just going to start cutting chunks off of this lady, and she's going to keep standing there and crying. Do you know that? I've got a... He just stares at her. I feel it. <laughs> I mean, is there anything... Yeah, I mean... I don't I don't want to defile a corpse by any means. But this is not acting like, you know... We can move on, but that also feels like... He's a child. Would our would our Adult? death slash fertility power rune affinities play into our decisions at all here? No. Not necessarily. 
what are the Hortling funeral rites? Do they bury their dead or burn them? Uh, or? Bury oh, them. Uh, yeah, typically, you know, it, kind of, it kind of depends uh, yeah, on depends your station on in life. How they died. Uh, so, yeah, you know, like had. cattlemen call like the chieftain levels weapon things. They'd probably be buried, uh, like burned, like funeral pyres because uh, you burn them and seven the, days. the fire brings you to Orlet. Yes, you're left for seven days. That is correct because there's a possibility that set within seventh days, your body returns to life. Yeah. And, and then... it's also true when you're born that they believe the spirit takes seven days to leave the body. They also believe it takes seven days to get into the body. So when you're born, they don't actually name the child or anything until seven days have passed. Yep. Hmm. However, That's if you, very interesting. If you mm-hmm. died um, either as a criminal or you had nothing to your person, you're buried face down. Uh, so your spirit cannot even look up to come out. Um, and yep. if you're particularly bad, they drive a bronze spike through either your head or your heart. Um then, ah, ye old vampire mythos. <laughs> very much. Uh, I mean, the bone field is Jorgenath's spot. So, like, this is this is why this means something to Ven. It's like this woman is not laid to rest. She may be dead, but she is not laid to rest. Can we do anything for her? I mean, I don't know her station. What would she have been buried like? She's not going to let us hold this baby. But if there's anything he can do to actually bring her death to peaceful end. That's why he's concerned. Like, this is the worst kind of thing that could happen in someone's death. Then, um, that's very appropriate also for Kubak, because he also, in addition to being warriors, they're very against the undead. They actually hunt and yeah. kill them. Right. This technically isn't undead. Yeah. But uh, and actually, yeah, Dre, uh, Drew says too, which is true. Uh, women are buried in the riddle. They're wrapped in a shroud and brought into the riddle. Oh, that's right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but you don't have a riddle here. But you could technically put her down, if that's what you want to do. I mean, if that would make the difference. Obviously, he would feel so bad if, like, he, like, attempted to cut her head off or something crazy, and you she just kept crying. Until you try. What's your name? Fuck okay. you. Um, <laughs> it. Uh, her name is, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, your names are so hard to hear, Christian. Yanni, 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 Yanni. Mm-hmm. I'll bring your name back to your sisters. Ben goes to Ben goes to end it for her. Okay, you gotta describe I'm how you do it. You don't right need to roll right. Yeah, yep. just clean one clean swipe done. Uh, she crumbles to, death, to dust. Okay. Uh, I look at Ruin and I say, I'm sorry, but this is preferable to eternal suffering. Time Reese also has a moment of, of admiration here? for Ben. What's that? I said, Time Reese also has a moment of admiration towards you in this in this moment where you did what he couldn't. Thank you. I was, the, uh, what did Ruin, what did you say, Amber? I said, I think there's like, a lot of them here. Well, I just sort of look around at the <laughs> dead world. <laughs> well, this is the first person we've seen. If there are more of them, though, uh, honestly, I like the process of saying, "What is your name?" and "Do you want me to ease your suffering?" Like that's how I think Ven would operate through here. If it's going to take forever, and there are literally thousands or millions of these undead, not undead, then yeah, we eventually just have to start moving on. But any. You know, that was just in Ben's mind. That's the right thing. That to... was 
Very well done. Murph's uh, going right. to move some of the woad around on his arm and like write her name on it so he doesn't forget Is it. the baby still there? Or did the no, baby turn to dust? Everything turned to dust. Okay. So you continue walking and still hear the sounds of battle. And eventually you hear another voice in the darkness. Alinda, Alinda, please. Alinda, where's my wife? Linda. And you see up ahead a pale figure up above the ground, though. Do you move closer? Like floating? Hanging? Could be. Have to go closer to find out, or you can go around it. It's up to you. <laughs> We're going closer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you, as you get closer, you hear, that, Linda, please. Someone find my wife, please. And you see, uh, was a soldier. Again, this person is dead. Uh, he's impaled. There's a pike just driven into the ground, and he's up off the ground, the pike just up through him. Remains of his leather armor just kind of hanging in tatters. Half his face in a way, his eyes gone. Crow ate his eyes out. And he's just hanging up there. My wife, Linda, please. Please, someone, tell her I love her. Yes, Rainy. I'm going to write on the other arm, Olinda. <laughs> one, one uh, does a crow pecking out eyes mean anything, or is that just naturally? Uh, there's no crow there. His eyes are just gone. You would assume that a crow had done that. I just meant, like, symbolically, you know, like, is there uh, a seamless thing? No, not necessarily. I mean, you know, it's you know. It's what crows that... do. Yeah. No, like, I, I will say that there is within the, the cult of Humak, there is a myth that the raven is his eyes. Yeah. So, like, when a raven shows up at battles, he's watching it. But it's also known that ravens and wolves, like, feed on the dead at battles. So that's, like, you know. But that's kind of, like, you know, also acknowledged. And two, um, could I ask him as a soldier, Mm -hmm. like, how, you know, how he died in battle or, like, what he, you know, what he remembered in his last moments? kind of looks at you and he goes, the brewer upon us. More of them than I've ever seen. Raging, screaming, diseases and... Yes. On their breath and in their hands. I know it's too late for me. Please, you must tell Linda I love her. Do you have a token we can give to her? <laughs> I just picture this okay. like guy checking his pockets while he's trying to bail. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I know it's right. I know it's right here. I know. I just must have dropped it. Um. He pulls something from his chest. Like, he just reaches down, and he just snaps a leather cord that's on his chest, and he drops it to you. And it's a small figurine. I take it in my hand. And I will say, if we find your wife, I will make sure to give this to her. Bless you, May Orland. Bless you. I look at the others if there are any other questions, but they know what I'm going to do. If there aren't, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Is it What's more honorable? Hold on. Before you do that, then mm-hmm. in in the mythology, is it more honorable for a warrior to end their own life? Because if so, I'll give him a dagger. No, Not necessarily. No. Okay. What's your name? Hmm. Baroth. Baroth and Alinda. I'm running out of room in my margins here. <laughs> I can, I'll write these up to see so. I just picture Rue writing in blue paint on my ass these people's names. I was going to go over when I run out of room on my arms. I'm just going to write it on your forehead. Like. 
Discara gave me two blue handprints right on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Godspeed. <laughs> I mean, depending on how big Discara's hands are, it probably covers most of Kymerice's ass. Back. Yep, that's true. Lower body, oh, upper body. <laughs> um, big thwack on the ass. All right. Um, I think that while we continue to walk through here, uh, mm-hmm. Ben would just mention that um, it's important. The you know, being a light in the darkness is important. Being something people can come to and trust. Dark times. That's important. But darkness is Ben's most. Uh, it, it's his strongest root. And he says another part of the darkness is knowing that it is the enemy of chaos. And he says, there is comforting darkness if you know how to bear with it. Sometimes overwhelming. Oppressive. And you say that, and as you say that, you walk on and that darkness that's around you does indeed become impressed, oppressive. And you don't, even the sounds of battle seem to fade away until there's almost the silence. Uh, and Rue, you're the first to notice them. It's two little pinpricks of green light. Just right out of the edge of what you can see. First you see a pair. Then you see another pair. Then you see another. Growls a little bit. Low, low growl in his chest. They don't smell right. You smell a little more probably than the rest of them. Smell that same sickly sweet smell of rot. We're being stalked. And now that she mentions it... Get my bow around and, like, loosely knock an arrow. You look... Ben and Camrys and Descara, you look around too and you see them now. Over here and over there, pinpricks, little green pinpricks of light. And they never get any closer to that, that part where, you know, when it's like, kind of like where the light ends and the shadow begins, or right just at the edge of your vision where you can kind of see something, but not quite. You see them there, just pale, pallid. The dead are just drawn to you, like moths to a flame. And they're just all around you. I look at Rue and I say, They're not saying anything, they're just staring at you. They're not coming any closer. Hmm. And if you are continuing to walk, they're actually parting for you as you walk. They're not impeding you, but they're all around you. Gotcha. Yeah, in that case, then. Oh, I do not like this. Nope. These I will not strike down. (laughs) That little growl does not go away. (laughs) Doesn't even know he's doing it. (laughs) So you walk on. And the dead walk with you. And the battles, it's all gone. Everything's just so, so quiet. It becomes so quiet that you find yourself trying to remember what it was to hear. That's how quiet it is. And it becomes darker and darker. And all of a sudden, you find yourselves alone. Each of you. What do you turn do? around in a full circle looking for Descara and the others. Then what do you do? I think he does the same thing he did in the in the hole. Okay. As he stops, 
I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to sit down this time. But mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to like standing here in darkness where he can't see anyway, he's going to close mm-hmm. his eyes and try and use other. Just sen- kind of listen. Yeah, extra sensory perception to just. Sure. Tim Reese, what about you? I think Tim Reese um, holds on to the infinity um, mm-hmm. token mm-hmm. and he says, Warrior, impart on me some of your strength. Okay. And that is what the, it. You know what? As a matter of fact, write this down, Troy. Uh, the token that you got is a is a a stone carving of a snake eating its own tail. Nice. Okay. Descar, what do you do? There, like it. Everything disappeared. There's no one. Uh, nothing around me. I can't hear, or see. Nope. No, like. No senses, basically, whatsoever. Not that you know of. I can see myself, though, right? Yeah. He's going to try and continue to walk forward. Okay. So there alone, you're all alone in the dark. Cannot hear. Cannot see. You're at your most vulnerable. That is when chaos comes screaming out of the dark for you. Shit. Real. Screaming, yelling, foul breath on their lips. One for each of you. Rue. What is it? Can I see it? Just you, you can see it. The light, the light kind of comes out, and you can see enough to see this thing just kind of loom out of the darkness what at you. What does it look like? Yours is oh. a little bit taller than you. It's got white fur, like like a ghost stag of the Vale, and stag horns with a deer's head. And it smells like honey and rotten meat. And it's just screaming this scream at you. And it's got uh, a club as it's coming at you. Fuck. Uh, Hold on, let me just make some notes here. It's four. Uh, Discara. Yours? has a massive elk head with big horns, but it's hairless. It's got this milky, like, gross kind of pink flesh. It's just pus running all over it. And, like, this elk, like, like really weird mouths that, like, deer have. But there's, like, no skin in its cheeks. And it's just like, Aah! and it's coming at you, and it's got no weapons, actually. It's just coming at you with its horns. Kim Reese, you have one that has um, a goat's face. It's like half goat, but it's got some human features in there. Reddish fur and no horns, but it's everything on it is like clotted with blood. And, and it's just screaming like, like, but it sounds like a woman screaming in pain when it's screaming. It's this horrible, horrible sound. And it's uh, a spear coming at you with a spear. And then... Yours also has a a goat's head with this matted black fur, but it's got two yellow goat's eyes on one side and one on the other. Mm. And just the worst breath you could possibly imagine in a club as it comes at you. So these are all going to be individual combats. Uh, Who wants to start? She, I'll get wrecked first. <laughs> You're gonna go first. Right. I'll get wrecked. Uh, so, so it's coming. It's coming right at you. Uh, its strike rank is nine. So I'm thinking you'll probably be able to go first. But strike rank. My yeah. strike rank is. 
there's dex and size strike right? to add so with melee combat you're going to add size and dex plus your sword which is two yep okay so the strike rank of both and sword of two mm-hmm. so uh that is four damn wow that's like insane just ma- just did strike rank so, for me. Is that good? I don't so know. So you have you have a size strike rank. Yep, a size death? is one. Dex is one. All right, so that's two. Unless just lied to me. Uh, we'll we'll check your character sheet later, but we'll just roll with four. I mean, even if okay. it's higher, you go first anyway. So, uh, he's got a nine. So that's how it's gonna go. But he's gonna attack you with the club. He's gonna try to parry any attacks that you make. So, uh, what okay. are you gonna do? I, am. Hmm. How fast is this thing? Big? It's not super fast. So I did have my bow in hand with an arrow knocked instead. Mm-hmm. Can I put Get a little a distance off. and take a snapshot? Sure. I'm going to try it's that. Absolutely. Okay. Interesting point. You cannot parry arrows. You can only dodge them. Ha. Actually, no, I take it. You cannot dodge arrows at all. You can only dodge thrown weapons. So yeah, if you hit, you can take this guy down. Yep. He's coming, and I'm just going to dart to the side and backwards as quick as I can. Take a leap and a snapshot. (laughs) Sure. Uh, What am I rolling to hit? I'm rolling my bow. You're going to roll your percentile dice. And, uh, yep. Hey, got a four out of a skill of 50. Whoa. So is that a, that is a, um, damn 5% of 50 would be 2%. Yeah. Not quite a crit, but. So a special attack, though, still. So hold on, hold on. I know that does something good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Something good. I thought for sure I was about to get my ass handed to me. Of all the giants, I am the least giant and therefore most vulnerable. Special success damage. So. Is this is this on the weapon chart? Is that how you do this? Yeah, I'm wondering if it impales. I think it's only on a critical that it doesn't impale for an arrow. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Anyone in chat who wants to chime in? Who wants to save us? Who wants to save me here? Let me know. I'm looking for the weapon. Yep, chat wants to help with rules. Anyone that knows? Drew, hi, please help. So there's, that, there's a GM reference file. Oh, uh, word from Drew, special impales. Special so that's an impale. So that's so that's you're gonna roll. Uh, Thank you, if Drew. I remember correctly, both. So you're gonna for a melee for a dodge weapon. Sorry, a range weapons half your damage bonus if you have it. Uh, uh, also from Drew. Uh, also D four. So uh, D four divided by two. Special impales and double the damage. Yep. So take it's take yeah. That. So it's du- so you double your damage basically. Okay. So it's back to a D four basically, or D four divided by two. So your bow so, no, should be... No, that's your damage bonus, but your, your, your arrow bonus. too is... Yeah, that's your damage bonus, but you're also going to do your arrow, which I think is 1d8. Yeah, so your bow is 1d8 plus 1. 1d8 yep, plus 1. So, you, so you're going to do, so do 2d8 plus 2 plus half your damage bonus. Wow. Is that also doubled? That's not doubled. Okay, we got... I think. If I got it wrong, that's okay. Probably going to kill him anyway. Just do a lot of damage and then we'll call it... I got 12 total. All right. We good? All right. Uh, roll to see where you hit him. All right. 1d20. What are you impaling? I rolled a 10. A 10 is... 
No, I got it. Uh, I think right it's, in his. It's oh, different it's for different. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's different. I got it here. All right, so you're gonna right. You shoot him. He coming at you. You kind of just move out of the side. You got the arrow knocked. You shoot him right in the stomach, and you see the arrow just go like right into him, and it like gross like brew guts spill out, and he's just like, and he just drops. Ah. Fuck that thing. Uh, what's up next? I'll go if no one else is ready. Yeah, sure. Uh, it you comes said yours, yours is seven, right? Yeah. My strike rank would be five. Okay, you're quicker than him. He's going to come at you with a club. Uh, so I am uh, I am just going to strafe to the side that only has one eye, just for mm-hmm. flavor here, uh, yep. so that way it has less eyes on me, and I'm going to swing with my broadsword. Okay. Ooh, I succeed, but not uh, critical or special. Just a 42 under 55. Sure. Uh, roll to see where you hit, and then roll damage. All right. Oh, a bad roll on the where to hit. I got a four. So once again... Right leg. You just right love leg. chopping legs off. Yeah, right. I'm a leg, you know, I just... You're a leg man. I'm a leg man. <laughs> Never a skip leg. leg day. Eats, eats <laughs> raven. I rolled pretty good on damage again, though. I got 10 damage. Damn, son. All right. You slice into, again, deep, deep cut. Don't quite cut it off, but cut it deeply. It drops on the ground. Uh, It's pretty fucked up. It can't necessarily, um, can't get at you. It's kind Uh, of a terrible strategy that Ven just hamstrings. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's it's bleeding. Uh, but it's it's still like alive, but it can't quite like you know it's kind of coming at you with the club. You kind of like sidestep it. Um, Discara, you'd be able to kill it next round. We'll just say we can just say you finish it off. That's fine. I'll roll a d100 to make sure it's not absolutely abysmal. Yeah, just see how you do, and then we'll just call it a a (laughs) 100. You you add (laughs) add 40 to your roll to your skill because he's on the ground. Okay, I I succeeded anyway. Okay, you just. So yeah, same no. damage. Almost the exact same uh, D100 roll. I rolled a 42 and a 43. <laughs> Two successive rolls. Nice. Uh, we'll just say you went for the head. You killed it. It's fine. Thank you. Yeah. Descara. Mm-hmm. You got one coming after you with uh, an elk head. I do. I probably don't have my bow drawn, which I probably should because I'm better with it, but I have my uh, battle axe in hand. Okay. Um, he's gonna. He's just trying to headbutt you, but he's pretty slow with that. Right. I have a uh, with my battle axe. I have a strike rank of six. You're faster, so I guess I will. Uh, I'll uh, try and swing and hit with that. It's gonna try to dodge, but it's not that great. It fails. Ooh. I got a nineteen. Okay, you hit. Um, is that a regular? Out of, out of 40. Yes, that's okay, regular. So that's regular. All right, so roll a d20 to see where you hit. Uh, a 19. That is the head. Left arm is, is actually... Oh, no, oh is head. It? 19 is head here. Oh, yep. oh, Jesus. Okay, roll your damage. Uh, Get a brain to see with a battle axe. <laughs> Don't forget your damage bonus, too, so you roll, because you're a big fella, so I'm sure you yep. got one of them, too. A robust yeah. lad. I have my damage bonus written somewhere. Damn it, if Mandy was still oh, here. <laughs> I know, right? My goal Well, I rolled a 10 for base battle axe damage. 
I do have a damage bonus. I forgot where I wrote it down, though. It's probably oh, 1d6. Uh, it's 1d6. Shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. so Full damage. Whoa. So, 16. Okay. Oh uh, you're just like... <laughs> Right in the middle of this thing's head as it lowers it to like come at you, and then you just like rip the axe out of it, and along with some brew brains, it just drops on the ground. Like no problem. Come reach. Let's see how Damn. you do. Yeah. I switched dice. They made. Uh, they love me more. Yeah, they clearly do. <sighs> yeah, I'm definitely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shut the fuck up, then. I also apologize because. I am not seeing strike rank on my character, so... Uh, it... That's okay, what's your size? Uh, uh, size is a 9, and strength is a 9. Oh, so it's not be good. Yeah, so your stri- strike rank is 2. Okay. Um, your size strike rank is 2, and then your dex is different, but... It, and I'm assuming this is not something that uh, I could fight using spirit... Uh, Spirit fighting, right? Mm-hmm. Or... Nope. Troy's screwed. Okay. I guess I'm just, I got my two daggers and I'm just, I'm. it's got reach advantage, so I'm going to wait for it to try to stab me and then I'm going to try to move in. You got, and a, strike rank, you got a strike rank of four with a dagger. So what do you Yeah, got? your base your... is two. So your base is two. So you're at six. This okay. is an eight, so you're still quicker. Wait, no. Okay. You said. You said your size is nine and your dex was what? Eleven. My dex is eleven. My strength is nine. Oh, do you add those together? Yes. yes. This is five plus whatever dagger is. Four. So he's at a nine. Gotcha. Five. Oh, you know what? It's the same exact time. Yeah. Sorry, Troy. <laughs> no, that's fine. Wait, wait, which one hold on. He's got a seven. I'm sorry. He's got a seven. Oh, so he's faster. He's a little bit faster, so he's coming at you. That's with all right. I wanted him to attack me first. It's all part of my master plan. Are you going plan. to try to parry the attack with the dagger, or are you going to try to dodge it? Dodge. Okay. Will you dodge? Well, I don't think it's a 97. <laughs> uh, that's uh, okay, upon close for inspection, it's not 97. Yeah. Okay. He failed, he failed as well with his spear. So you try to dodge, but you kind of like stumble a little bit to catch yourself. But he's terrible with his spear, and he jabs at you and misses. You can make here it turn, is. Man. This is the clown car that's on fire that I was. Yes, it for. is. <laughs> yes, it is. He's going I'm gonna so do I do I add any sort of um, bonus or advantage for using both of the daggers? Uh, no, you would actually take a penalty to do that. You're probably better off just using them. <laughs> One is just for show. Yeah, one throw one, one. Can, throw you it. Can, like parry for one and stab with the other. That's up to you. Oh man, I would, I would take. How big is the penalty? Jesus, you're both Troy. just it's, gonna be rolling around it's in the substantial, mud. Substantial, Troy. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'll like, just yeah, one okay. of them's just one of them's just hanging back. <laughs> all right. That's okay. your dog. That's uh, your speed dagger. That's really it makes you go faster. Not speed. Actually, you know what? Actually, I'm only holding one of the daggers. Uh, the other hand, I have that that insignia that okay. um, yep. pendant. So, all right. So, dagger attack mm-hmm. is a three. Okay. What is your skill? Because that sounds really good. That sounds like you uh, stab. It's only a twenty-five, so it is not a critical. <laughs> yeah, okay, but still special, though. I think, right? Uh, special is what ten percent. 20%. Or twenty percent? Yeah. 10, so 10 or twenty? Uh twenty. 
So yeah, okay. that's a special And yes, it is a special, yeah. All right, so roll a d20 to see where you hit. Fuck, specials are kind of easy to get. People are going to get wrecked in this yeah, game. it's a rough combat so game. So a quick hit. note about impales from Drew. Um, yep. On an impale, it doesn't matter with arrows, but on an impale, like with a spear, your weapon is dagger. stuck in the body yes. and needs to be yanked out with a strength roll. Yep, with a dagger, that's true as well. So you're going to roll, oh. don't have a damage bonus, I believe, so you're going to just roll 2d4 for your dagger. Nope. Yep. So uh, I got an 11. Is, uh, actually, a dagger is 1d4 plus 2, so you're going to roll 2d4 plus 2. Okay, I got an 11, by the way, for where I hit him. Okay. Let's see, see what that is. Uh, I got a 6 total. A 6 damage? Okay, so 11. Mm-hmm. This is why he has that second dagger, though. Right it's gonna, in the the first one's going to get stuck. Okay, right in the chest. You stab the dagger deep into the chest. It chips on some bone and it sticks in there. You hurt him pretty bad, uh, but it's stuck in there and he kind of, you can yank it out. You got to make a strength check to get it out, but he's still up and kicking. Choose the other dagger. I got the other one. I got the other dagger. I'm going to leave it. (laughs) All right, so you leave leave it stuck in him. You kind of push him off and uh, he comes, he's like, looks at the spear like in his chest, looks at you. It's bleeding out. You can see, like, the bright red blood of, like, long blood coming out. So this thing doesn't have much long left to go. But he's mad. He's coming at you with his spear. Okay. You going to try to dodge? Yeah, try and dodge again. Okay. Dodge, duck, dive, dodge, dick, and dip, dodge. Dive, dodge. Yep. <laughs> uh, nine, uh, 59, no. Nope. 59? Okay, he succeeds. Let's see where he hits. Nice. What, is your, uh, what are your hit locations? He rolled a two. Uh, for a two is my right leg. Right leg? Okay. So you got three armor there, so that's good. So I just gotta remember that for the wound. <laughs> Say goodbye to your leg, bro. <laughs> I didn't need it. <laughs> I'll use Discara's extra. <laughs> no, so it was five damage, which is not too bad. Uh, minus so my leg HP is five, by the way. Yes, but you also have yeah. three armor. So you oh, five okay. minus three is two, so you take a two-point wound to your leg. Okay. And you're still up and kicking. Is there a place to mark temporary damage on that leg spot? I see AP and HP, but I don't um, see like temporary HP. Just make a note somewhere. I'll I put it know. under I, AP, even though that's not what it's for. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> AP. AP is the armor protection you have on that location. Right. So I took two damage to my leg. Yep, your right leg. Yep. Is your leg dead? No, yeah, you're fine. As long as you're not above your total you're fine okay and now it is your turn in the strike rank all right i'll go after it again with my daggers 12 thank god i'm rolling good good stuff see where you roll this roll a d20s he's like wait Mm -hmm. this is not am i supposed to yeah (laughs) uh d20 is a three Three damage, uh, or three is where you. Oh no, three for hit location. Okay, that is his. That's his right leg. This is this is his leg leg quest. Tip for tap, motherfucker. <laughs> leg battles. He stabs me, and then I I use my dagger to support myself as I fall in his leg. <laughs> so three. And then roll roll for damage again, Christian, or. Uh, yeah, yeah, one d four plus two to to his okay. leg. Three. Three? Okay. Yep. You slash him in the leg, and uh, he's not too happy about that. Also he's a meaty boy. 
dagger checking at his chest. And uh, yes, that's correct. As Drew says, uh, still comes off of your total. So you also lose the two on your total hit points too. Yep. So just keep that in mind. Uh, but he's yep. gonna he's gonna he's gonna uh, go after you with a spear. Are you trying to parry? What are you trying to do? I'm trying to dodge. <laughs> okay. You're in Wait, let me see right what my parry is. One second. My parry might not be total shit. It probably is, though. But, hmm. Let's see. So my dodge is a 27, which is not terrible. My parry is... What can I find that on skills here? Which which section is parry under? Uh, would you just be your weapon skill. Oh, so 25? Yeah, dodge. Yeah. Let's dodge. Okay. I get two extra points. Yeah. Okay. 55. <laughs> okay, uh, he rolled a 95, so he misses. Oh, okay. You're getting lucky. You yeah, I know. Lucky. Go see if you I'll, can finish him off, man. I'll try to attack him. Fools. Go for his third leg. No, I'm kidding. Nope. Kid, kid. Nope. Miss. Big miss on that one. 84. Ah. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna hack at you and see how we Goat do Man's it. coming at me. Let me dodge. Goat Man's coming at oh, wow. 91, dude. Dude, I got a 99. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Fail's a fail. So he missed. So yeah. Um, so bad. Okay, daggers, here we go. 20! Wait. Two and a twenty and a zero is a twenty, right? It's not a thirty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what all right. Yeah. yeah, buddy. <laughs> yep. All right. He's high. <laughs> Come on. Oh, just flailing around. You're just gonna end up just lazy slapping each other. Just, uh, <laughs> just like <laughs> dead lagging in the mud. <laughs> just like. I, I got seven for hit location, uh, which is left leg. It's because Kymrice is so short. Down to his, he's down six to his damage. leg stubs now, and he's just like, I'll bite him. Uh. Six, six damage, six, six damage. Okay, nice. Okay, uh, you the jab black it right. You, he comes at you with a spear. You try to dodge, you slip, you go down in your knee, and you, you have an opportunity, you jab your dagger right in like the back of his knee, so it comes out the front of his <laughs> kneecap, and he just collapses on the ground now. And I just lay there for a minute, like, uh, look at my leg just bleeding everywhere. He's still alive, oh, but he fuck. can't move. You can have a plus 40 to your attack to finish him off if you want. If you uh, want I just kind of mount him and start stabbing. Just, that's fine with me. You just stab him to death. Uh, that is absolutely fine with me. <laughs> to avoid things wearing on, uh, you just you kill him. You got him. Yay! Uh, <laughs> yay! Uh, check. Check all your weapon skills that you succeeded with, by the way. I didn't succeed with dodge a single time. <laughs> no, but you check you succeeded your weapon check, so you can you can increase right. that possibly. Do we earn okay. multiple checks or because I already checked Just it out? Really? Just okay. uh no, you can only earn one a session. That makes sense. I got you. Yep. So uh so yeah. If you, that was the case, it. I'd be really good with daggers right now. You've done it. You you stab in this thing to death. All of you, you you finish off your brew, and as you do, you're like, man, I lived. You become aware of like a screaming, which as like the light seems to lift and like a dim starlight kind of comes and falls on this battlefield, and you see Camille's <laughs> just like stabbing the hell out of his brew <laughs> to death. But also looking all around you, you're looking and you see 
like you guys weren't just the four of you, five of you, because uh, you see often is still there too. He's he's got it. He brought a spear. And he's kind of leaning on it, and one oh, arm is just kind of hanging down, bleeding, and he's standing over a dead brew. But uh, all around you, you see this vast battlefield, and you see proud Orlanthi warriors with their tattoos and and their bronze swords, and you see blonde, bearded, blonde-haired Halorian warriors with spears and shields, and you see elves who look like trees, but they're wearing this like copper armor that's like green with verdigris. And you see dwarves like short squat, almost look like they're made out of iron. Uh, the only race that has iron. Uh, massive trolls with lead armor and big, big clubs. People with almost like a bluish tint to their skin uh, and very heavy armor uh, fighting men and women in this, this like wounded on horses with full armor with law runes on it. Um, all of them. Just looking around, standing over defeated opponents, and they all begin looking at each other, just like you are. And you realize, they all realize at the same time that they all thought they were fighting alone, but they weren't. And they just begin to cheer and hug each other and embrace. Oh, yeah. And it's just like a really nice moment that everybody, you know, that's the I fought we won. Everybody thought they were fighting alone, but they weren't. Everybody, and that just dawns on all of you that. Nobody's alone in the fight against chaos, and everybody who fights that is your brother. All of you add a passion now called Starheart, and it starts at 60%. And basically, what this is, is a compulsion to fight chaos where it raises its head. Yes. A compulsion to aid people in their battles with chaos and an offer to aid people where chaos is touched. And you also know that everybody who fights chaos is your brother. Doesn't matter who they are or where they're from. Nice. <laughs> right. But often is like kind of limps over, and he's like, "I have to go back." Oh, kind Don't of worry. Reach out to me. shake his hand. He's <laughs> <laughs> <His> good hand. <laughs> good hand. See and, you uh, soon. Yes, yeah. I'll meet you when you come back. And he kind of limps off. What do you guys do? Are you going to go on? I think that got Ven more. Uh, Ven's fucking super. Ven is hyper motivated. I see. <laughs> Especially the next looking... part is the devil. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. I mean, again, Ven just looked around and and had the slightest feel of like. Obviously, there's been community, but like that was like okay. You know what I mean, like. I was part of something, you know? So, yeah. He's, he's... You might even look at him and just see that, like, that raw determination in his eyes is, like, anime, shing, stars. <laughs> Ready to there do is, there's, a, there's a, like, a starlight almost falling on the battlefield where you can see further away now, and you see it's just this vast open plain, and you know the direction to go to. If you want to continue on, you see just in the distance... This mass of blackness, like thunderheads, just kind of laying 
on the ground. Rue is thinking about Dearston and the sin that broke the world. And he kind of wants to know what happened to him. So, I mean, I... if you want to, you can make a culture hortling roll right now to remember this story. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to bomb this again. Uh, Rue didn't <laughs> do well in school from what I am, <laughs> from well, what you, these yeah, guys the... are telling me. <laughs> Did the only one that's educated left. Eighty, eighty-three. Ah, uh. we just got plus five. You're like, that's probably not cool. I know I should know about that, but I just wish I'd listen to my mom more. The answers no are probably in hell, yes, though. <laughs> uh, what does Descara look like? So Descara is uh, kind of with. Uh, Kind of with Van, but in a different way. Like he, with this big moment, like it, that, uh, almost like the realization of a community that he is very, very much found, uh, fond of. He he does kind of feel compelled to go on as well. He feels that like rising of. Cannot think the of the four word. of us bros are going to go to the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, I I do think it's different though. Like the way you just described it, I think Ven sees this as a way to prove himself, but also be somebody that can protect others. You know what I mean? And I know that there's a like that's similar to something I think Discara likes about that. Yes. But so I'm, like that, Ven doesn't have the family like you do, like younger brothers to yes. frame it the same way. And. It, it is very much a like it it is different from what ven sees but he he want to see he wants to see this to the ends to see where it where it takes him and just that compelling of the community kind of like with him i think that's how i'd frame it to ruin to if you brought up rue um like your concern about i'm always going to forget this kid's name no, never falafel. I uh, falafel's my boy. Um, um, but that would be how again Ben would frame it if you brought up being worried about Darson. Is that no, no? He doesn't say that. Okay. I'm just giving insight. Yeah, right on. He doesn't say anything. He looks at you two and he's like, "I guess I'm going." <laughs> yeah, look at these two. You know what? And I think that's a fun relationship that will continue to grow between Ven and Discar until there's a reason for it to change. But like, we're gonna push each other because, you know, for different reasons, we both just, I think, want to be the best at, you know, this kind of thing. And Bryn, too, actually. Like, that's me and Bryn's, that's Ven and Bryn's relationship to begin with. Um, so. Anyway. Alright. I'm, I'm going. We're going. <laughs> Y'all going. Proud of you, kids. All right. So you're Time, Time is going. He made a. He said he would find this lady's wife and give this to her, and he didn't see her back that way. He might still be alive, though, like out in the real world. That's what I was thinking as well. And also, it's true. We haven't talked to Kaim Reese. When we all saw him at the end, <laughs> stabbing legs, I think Ben like walks over to him and like gently lifted him up and was like, "It, it's okay." Good job. I give him one more stab. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's very dead. 
Double tap. Uh, triple Jesus. tap. Triple tap. So you start walking on towards the darkness. And as you walk, it wasn't either warm or cold over this battlefield. It was kind of like an in-between. Um, but as you're walking, the temperature just drops. Everything is silent. And it becomes frigid, frigid cold. You're, you're shivering. Your teeth are chattering in your mouth. And just this bitter cold wind just blowing, blowing towards you. But even though it's bitter, bitter cold, they also all feel like almost feverish. Like like hot and cold at the same time. You know that, that feverish feeling when you're coming down with something? COVID, but you press, yes. You press <laughs> I on. know it. That's, that's the devil. Yes. Yeah, me too. Uh, but you press on, and eventually you're walking, and the ground beneath you becomes soft. And almost like kind of threatening to, to squish into your feet and kind of squishing between your toes if you're barefoot. And God, it's that mac and cheese sound again. And then it's up to your <laughs> knees. You're walking, wading through this marsh. And when you look down... It's not a marsh of water, it's, it's blood and viscera and gore. And there are parts of things floating in this, all sorts of things, uh, parts of, of men and dwarves and elves and all manner of beasts, uh, horses, griffins, just floating and all rotting together in this gross soup at the end of the world. And as you walk through it, all of a sudden, which just kind of explodes up in front of you, spraying you all with gore, and this figure just rises up in front of you. Rue. Oh, God. You see a man standing there, and he's clean-shaven, and his hair is just black, black hair. It's very well coiffed, and he's wearing this beautiful red cloak, and there's a moon rune tattooed right in the middle of his forehead, right above his two yellow eyes. And he looks at you and he smiles. Venarin, you see this hideous beast that's more mouth than anything and just has multiple arachnid limbs all around. You know when you see it, you know it very well. It's called a karsht kid. This is what ate your mom. It's blowing up in front of you. Oh, no. Descara, you see this beautiful naked woman. She's got the whitest skin, no marks on it. No, Beautiful hair, just dark like a moonless night. And she's holding a child, it's a little baby. And she looks at you and she gives you this wonderful smile. But the smile just starts to get longer and longer and longer. And her teeth just go longer and longer and longer. She starts to take that child and that. Kim Reese, you see a clean shaven man. With long oh red hair. He's got two orange eyes. He's wearing a simple white skirt. He's got very, very strange tattoos on his body. And in between his eyes, right on his forehead, as you're looking at him, a third eye opens. And it's a, a reptile eye, like a dragon's eye. And it looks at you, and the light shines straight out of that forehead, and it hits you right in the forehead. Oof, don't like that. And I want all of you now to roll oh, no. for, against madness. We're resisting a spell here. What What is the check we're using? So uh, it's, a, it's a resistance roll. Uh, I don't think you have the resistance table in front of you, uh, but we're rolling against 18. Uh, just tell me as you roll. We'll do it one at a time. We'll start with you, Camrice. What is your uh, power is what you're rolling against. So tell me your power. 
score? It, it depends. Are we including the plus one that we got previously? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Then it's 19. That's my okay. most, that's my best that's skill or right, my best roll, stat. Roll, bro. Right. Just tell me what uh, you get. Okay. 26. Okay. Who's next? I'll go. It's hopeless. I have a 13. Okay. See how you do? 91. Yay! Okay. <laughs> uh, that's not a fumble, though, is it? No, you're good. Uh, you're just good. Okay, good, good, good. All right. Who's next? Huh, 11. <laughs> you rolled an 11? Is that no, I've got an 11. I'll okay. roll my... I'm rolling a right. percentile still, right? Yep. Fuck me. I got a 13. Real fucking close to making it. Uh, Real fucking job. close. Good job. No, you do. You... No, you rolled a 13? Yeah, I rolled a 13, but my power's only 11. I I wasn't asking. I just needed to know. I need to know what you rolled. For. I know the percentage you need to roll under. Okay. So oh, you I thought okay. we were rolling under our power. I'm like, we're all no, fucked. I, I, was like, I was like, I'm screwed. And then no, no, I no, no, no. Okay. You did star. You're up last. 13. All right. Uh, 12. Hey! Is your, what was your power? Uh, my power is 18. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, I was like, shit, power rolls are hopeless. We're all like in the tens. <laughs> all right. I'm the only one who Not really small boy. Not as small boy. That, as that figure grows, each of you sees a different thing, but then it begins to swell in front of you, and it turns red and becomes a globe, a massive red moon that just glows and grows and grows, so it just covers up the whole horizon and then explodes. Then, that's the last thing you remember for now. Fuck. Everyone else, it explodes and you just kind of, you know, you cover up. And then you realize, like, you look at each other and you're still there. Uh, who? I don't know if you know what you've just done to Rue. <laughs> Mom, like, am I the son of the fucking devil? Two of you, I know, I love fucking with your head. Uh, So, so let me just get the rolls back. So, 11. I think you had three special successes, didn't you, you guys? I had a 13. Because you rolled really, really low. So, I mean, I really got a 26. You got it. So, you got a 26. All right, no, I think. Nobody did. All right, cool, cool. Good to know. All right. So you're all standing there. Uh, shaken, but not stirred. Venaren is nowhere to be seen after the explosion. Fuck, where's Ben? Is he dead? Oh my god, did I let Bryn's best friend die? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> The wind shifts, and you don't smell that smell anymore. It's just almost no smell. And you look around, and you look past the marsh, and you see ahead of you this crack in the distance. This runs from the sky all the way to the ground. Just a crack of darkness. Darker even than the dark around you. Oh no! So I, uh, back and forward. I I'll leave. I take the river rock out of my pocket from the pit that I found, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and I place it where I last saw Ven standing. Okay. And I said, hopefully we'll see you again. Okay. Do I know anything about the void? I've failed every in- every recall important uh, knowledge check. I don't... I'll tell you this, okay? This will be good for everybody listening to. Uh, so we there was some discussion in chat before, like, is Glorantha like a globe? It's not. It's like a flat lozenge, basically, that's floating in a bubble. Kind of like Earth. In the middle of, like, chaos, right? So when they talk about devil and chaos getting in, they're getting in through the cracks, like, into the world. Oh, so the place that they came from is on the other side of that crack. Yeah. Mm. I think we see the end of our journey ahead. Is anybody coming with me? Don't go. I've set out to find someone, and I'm hoping that they're there. I can't go back until I'm sure. Nothing good is on the other side of that. You may I'll, be right. I'll go with with you. And I'll turn to Rue. You don't have to come too. No, no, Discar, no. You have siblings and a family and a girl likes you. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this girl liking you thing is something you should explore further, I think. Perhaps you have more backwards than you do forward. Besides, Ven will need somebody big to carry him. (laughs) Yeah, I I can carry Ven. Okay, I just want to establish that. It, He's like, "Where I'm big too." <laughs> I'm the world's biggest. Ben is kind of skinny. <laughs> guys, I just disappeared, guys. <laughs> Look, Ben is feather light. He's nothing there. <laughs> There, His loss of pride has I made him very, very light. It, it's true. It's true. I do have a lot to go back for, but I feel like I should be... I need to go forward. You don't have to. You don't need to. You don't need to do anything. I'm gonna... I'll put both hands, my hands on your shoulders and just, I'll be all right. He's very afraid that he's about to lose his best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I don't know what he's going to do. Are there any songs that we know um, from our heritage that would be um, appropriate as like a going off song? Well, I mean, I sang you Leia Hort last time. 
That's a very appropriate one. That you should sing it again, I'm, Christian. I think I'm gonna. Please no. I think I'm gonna make a sing check. <laughs> needs that. I don't need that. Nobody listening needs that. <laughs> no, I think I think Kymerice is gonna make a sing check, and he's gonna start walking towards that that expanse just on the horizon. The song? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I failed, but I'm singing it. <laughs> okay, you're singing like me poorly. Uh, that's cool. I, I will join Kymerice, and I will also uh, sing as well. Yeah. yeah! I passed, 27. Yeah! Nice. All about that bass. Hashtag <laughs> Fishblade. <laughs> Fuck. Guys, what do I do? Crowdsource this. No! <laughs> Rue shouldn't, Rue shouldn't come. I, yeah, I mean, the hesitation alone. Yeah, I think he's he's not going to turn around. He's just going to stand there and watch his best friend get smaller and smaller. Feeling so like you he's can, never going to see can, him again. You can roll, if you wish, against the passion to kind of decide which way you want to go. I like you that. can use Starheart as one if you're, if you're not sure. Uh, it's up to you. I like that. That's cool because it brings in what your character is struggling with. It's a conflicting role. Is it heroic to go and stare into the void? It's what York did. So in that case, it is. It depends what you're looking for. Yep. Depends what you hope to find. Okay, I guess I'll roll. I like that. I'll roll. I'll roll against, I guess, Starheart, right? I'm rolling to see if I get under just like anything else. No. 19. So that's a success. Does that mean I'm, like, compelled to go? Like, I mean, if, if, that's, if that's the way you want to put it, it would be like you feel... So I would say this, like standing there, seeing what you've seen, learning what you've learned, you just have that thought. Everyone who fights chaos is a brother. Two of your brothers are walking off without you. Yeah, we gotta run after them. Okay. They get a so good you, ways away before I do, but I do. <laughs> you guys are singing and walking and all Bruce's of a sudden not you're singing. Like, He's just on edge, completely on edge, eyes darting around, grinding his teeth. <laughs> run up, you hear Rue, like, run up behind you and, and catch up to you. And all that sickly smell is gone. Uh, the cold wind is gone. And everything is just kind of dry and still. You walk out of that morass and just, like, imagine a flat plane of just stone you're walking across. And, and as you're walking, you trip on something. Something touches your foot, Carice. And you look down, and it's a mask. When you pick it's it up, a mask? It's a mask. Hmm. The face of the devil. Just discarded on the stone. And you see one, Rue. <laughs> Blue skin, long beard and hair. It's Orland, but it's a mask. And as you walk on to Scar, you see Ermal laughing. Ermal, just a mask. And you keep walking and you see Mother Leomalda, 
wise Lankarmai, beautiful, seductive, Yulera, proud Stormbolt, just masks, just laying nope. on the ground. Nope. I'm going to grab Discar's arm. I'm going to be like, we need to turn around. Who wore these masks? Who's behind the masks? What do you do? I gra uh, yeah, I'm, I grab your arm. I'm like, we need to turn around. And that void is just right there. Kymri, stop. Looming behind you. So silent. So perfectly still. Do you look into it? I kind of whisper into the void in front of me, and I say, mm -hmm. Grandma, I heard you might be here. What are you guys? Rue, Discar, are you looking into the void? What are you doing? Nope, I'm looking at Discar right now. I'm trying to convince him to turn around. Like, this is the last chance. This is... Don't. I feel like the void is a kind of like a, an ethereal draw that I just can't look away from. I kind of okay. want to know who wore all these masks, why they're discarded to the ground over here. What Who were you, our Ru? gods? What about you, Ru? You see him just looking, and this, the expression on Kimrys' face and Descar's face is just blank. I'm going to turn around. Okay. Shit, I'm going to turn around. You're all looking into this nope. void. You are or you're not looking into it? I'm, I'm going to turn around and go back. Oh, you're going to go home? Okay. Yep. You run. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna start run. running. I th yeah. It's the look on their faces as they're looking at it. I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's not a scared face. It's a peaceful face, but they're they're blanked out. Uh. <laughs> okay. <Bad. laughs> so, Descar Camris. It's so still and so perfectly black, and amazingly, it's so peaceful. And if this is chaos, how can it how can it be so peaceful? Because chaos is supposed to it's the opposite of chaos, right? It's supposed to be chaotic. But it's not. And you don't know if you're looking into forever, if that forever is looking into you, but all you know is that you feel like you're falling and falling and falling as the darkness just engulfs you. Make a note on your sheets, Discar, Camrys. Somewhere you're gonna make a new skill. What is your intelligence uh, scores for the both of you? What is Mine is 16. Okay. A 13 for me. Okay. Camrys, you have a new skill called Illumination at 16. You don't know what it is yet. It's a mystery mask, a tool. It might come in later, but you have it. Descara, same thing. Yours is at 13. At uh, 13? Yep. Illumination? Illumination. Illumination. Those are two references for parents of <laughs> yes, really with um, people wow. who have had kids. Mystery Mousecatool got me, dude. <laughs> Yo, that's my nephew's favorite fucking shit right now. All of you. At the same moment, 
are aware that you're standing on a deep grass, up to your knees, below a craggy, craggy hill that goes way up into the sky. Van Aaron, as soon as that moon exploded, that you, the next thing you knew you were there, Amber, Rue, the next thing you knew when you turned around to run was that you were there. And you guys, you felt, you had that, that vision of everything going black, and now you're standing in that hill. Alfin is there too, and so is Discar. There's I'm sorry, Dashton, sorry. Uh, who seems sort of okay-ish? Uh, Alfin's arm's still bleeding. And he's just like, oh, came back fast. I'm gonna hug Discar. <laughs> okay. There's a wind blowing across these fertile fields of barley and wheat, and you see shaggy cattle grazing out there, and vineyards of grapes and apple orchards, and again, gray cloudy sky with strong gusts of winds, and there's no red moon in the sky. And you see a path winding up that hill. It's the only path you see that you can follow. We'll start up it. Okay. And we're all back. So you all walk. Garrison kind of just follows along. And you follow the path up the hill. And you follow up away, and there's a great wooden gate. And sitting on top of the gate is a dragon skull. And the gate is carved with all sorts of runes. Mastery, infinity, air, movement. And standing in front of that gate, He's not armed, he's not wearing any armor, but this is obviously a warrior because he's solidly built and he's got dark, dark hair and his beard. They're both braided. And he's got his own runes of air and movement and darkness. And he sees you and he waves and he just comes running right down to you, claps you all on your shoulders. Welcome, welcome. I'm Jarstakos, son of Hjort. I've been sent to welcome you to the Hall of Orlanth. Nobody needs to roll a culture roll because you grew up hearing this name. Jarstakos is... The son of Hjort, but he's also the founder of your clan. We're in fucking Valhalla. We're dead. Is <laughs> <laughs> okay. it come, come? I will it's ask, am you. I dead? <laughs> he punches you in the arm. Ow. Do you feel that? Yeah. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Where I... are we? <laughs> Where do you think? I don't know. <laughs> He's like, you're in Orlance Hall, boy. Come on. And he just starts leading you up. The Follow hall. this guy. <laughs> Go after him. Is there somewhere I can wipe my feet? <laughs> Grass all around you. Very well. I look and pick out a patch of grass and wipe my feet off. So you walk up, as you walk up, uh, you go up past the cloud cover. Are we still this... covered in like horrible gore and stuff? Yeah, you're all blue Ugh. and splattered with gore and shit. Uh, you go up above the cloud cover and there's this massive great hall. Way better than Gordon Gar's hall. Like, massive, beautiful hall. And outside that hall, lining it, are all sorts of warriors and people. Jortlings. Uh, and as you walk past, some of them you recognize. 
You see a woman holding a baby, smiling at you. Baby's now feeding. Oh, this kid's going back. Just, uh... Feeding? That is such a terrifying way to describe a nursing baby. Christian, why? <laughs> <laughs> but that was, uh, that was Nania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olinda? Olinda, I start calling out Olinda. You, you see a warrior. Red hair, beard, just with his arm around a dark-haired woman. He smiles and nods at you. I give her this. Say, this is from your husband. He wanted you to have this. I know he's right here, but he lost it, and I found it again. Honestly, real real quick, uh, Ben looks at both of them, and like, Hmm. like he's like, "Did I do the right thing?" (laughs) He's like, "Did you know?" You did, dear. You did. Thanks for helping me back there, by the way. He nods. Rue, what did your grandma look like? Never saw her. Uh, Probably like your mom. Yeah, I think she looked a lot like my mom, but she was taller. She was okay. taller and Tall, kind of uh, more solid. Regal built. woman, beautiful dress of an Arnalda priestess. The tattoos... Dark hair. Just yeah, dark hair bound up, very thick, luscious dark hair bound up in a very thick braid. Uh, bracelets all around both wrists. Just standing there looking so proud, smiling at you. Descara, you see your grandma, Saberna, and she's got her whole Praxian regalia. And with her husbands, Hjort Stan and Jarlar, both in their armor. And they're just, same thing, so proud to see you. And Venarin, you see Venara, your grandmother, and she's just heavily tattooed with runes and shamanic symbols and just a very proud, unafraid woman. And standing beside her, the mother and father, all in their armor, and just beaming at you. Kenrice, you look. You really, really do. You don't see anyone. But it does seem that there's a space in that crowd that's reserved for someone. I tried. You did. But they all cheer you. And you're led in, and they beat their weapons on their shields and, and cheer as you're led in to the hall. And you're taken and you're washed, so you're not so gross. <laughs> and you're healed, so your leg is healed. And you're dressed in fine tunics, and you're taking out, and years to come, you never fully remember the feast, but you remember bits and pieces of it. But there's dancing, and singing, and feasting, and you see ancestors. You know that they're your ancestors. You know that they're Hortlings. You know that they stretch back to before time. They're all there, and they're feasting with you. And Orlant sits at the high seat at the end of that hall, and Arnalda is next to him, and the other gods, the Lightbringer gods, are all there, and you're eating and you're feasting. And Venarin, there's a time where you're eating, you feel a set of eyes on you. And you look up, and you see across the room, meeting your eyes, Kumakt. And his skin is just as black as sorrow, and his beard and his hair are the bright, bright red of like the lung blood that a dying man will cough up, and his eyes are just these unyielding purple 
eyes, and he's fully clad in his armor with his sword, death at his side, and he looks you dead in the eye, and you get that. Holy shit, Ben is actually going to party. <laughs> Descara, you are just chowing on meat at this place, because this is really good. And as you're doing that, a servant just brings over a piece, slaps it down on you, and goes, it's a gift. A piece of meat? Like, wait, just what a, is... like a big joint of beef. Okay, I was like, did I hear that right? <laughs> it's okay. It's a gift. <laughs> Slaps it's really it on the table. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll say thank you. And from who? Nods across the room. You see sitting in the corners, massive shouldered figure. He's got bones spread all around him, draped over his shoulders with its, its, you know, its head, basically on his head, a bear. Odela. Just chowing on meat, looks at you. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I, I can only think of it as like the, like the anime meat where it's like the bone on the thing. And it's like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll attempt to pick it up if I can and yeah. raise it up. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not like comically large. Yeah. It's not like yeah. the Flintstones meat. But yeah. You can pick it up and All right. yeah. Raise it up and toast. <laughs> I saw that comment. I'm sorry, Sarah. Hmm. Nobody makes you feel like an outsider here, but you don't get any of that acknowledgement. But as the evening wears on, typical of you gets a little too peopley, and so you, you have to step out. You have to step outside for a minute, get some fresh air, and when you do, kind of standing out there alone, looking around, and you lock eyes at the edge of the steed right where the fields end and the woods begin. This is massive, beautiful, dark-furred wolf with golden eyes. Just locks eyes with you and stares at you for a very long moment before it just turns, goes back into the woods. I think I try to follow it. <laughs> You do. Uh, you take a step forward, but then you hear like the laughter and the merriment inside, and you realize it's probably not the time. Scara. Mm hmm. Jim Reese. Everybody's very polite to you. Almost have a reverence for you, actually, here. Uh, and you do remember some people talking about them missing your grandmother. Amrice is very sad. You are. And as you're sitting there, and you're kind of feeling that, that emptiness, you feel a cold breeze blow right up your spine. And you turn to look, and you happen to be sitting right by a window, and you look outside the window, and right the edge where the light and the shadow meet, you just see that horned figure standing there, looking at you. I just wave like like I was a small child again. Okay. Raises his hand like that, just steps back into the darkness. But the evening wears on, and you eat fully and drink very, very deeply. 
and the need catches up to you and you fall asleep. And you wake up and you're in Gordangar's hall and you're all very, very hungover. But childhood has left you behind and now as the year begins, you'll take your first steps as men. That's it. Nice. Right. Hell yeah. Nice. A lot. <laughs> yeah, you guys stared into the hole, man. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah, you got did. a mysterious skill. You don't know what it does. Oh, no. You do not know what it does. I'm certain yet. it's not good. Interesting. <laughs> oh, boy. I tried to save you. See it, guys. Yeah, very wow. good. Great session. How many session, people are Christian? still with us at 1044 yeah. at night? Uh, 17, 17? 17 people. Holy shit, wow, guys. Crap. Christian, I do have a quick question. Wow. Yes. So, um, in chat, uh, Drew in Japan, 93, had mentioned that uh, he said that there was basically a, a test in the very beginning when we were in the pits that was assigned to each of us, and you did a great job assigning the right ones to the right people. What were those tests that were assigned uh, to each of us? So, the uh, tests were, hold on a second. Um... They were ratched up by the with the gods too. I, I off the top of my head, I don't remember which god went into which pit. But uh, Camrys was confrontation with the ancestors of the dead. Mm. Uh, Descar was confrontation with a devouring monster. I believe Stormbull was that one. I think, or I think, um, I'm not sure who went in the first one with the ancestral. Ru had confrontation with the ancestral enemy. Which is actually within the myth, the test that Orlanth had. Uh, I know that one. And Venarin was confrontation with the mirror self, which was, that was Kumak's test. Mm. Confrontation and, with your own hubris. <laughs> and the other brother went in the other one, and you're going to have to find out what that means on your own. Dearston's all fucked up, guys. Yeah. yeah. What about falafel? Uh, falafel. So if you have more than one, it kind of just repeats. I would say you probably okay. wanted the same one that Discar went into because he had to fight a bear spirit. Yes, so. I killed a bear. Yeah, <laughs> killed a bear. Yeah. Love falafel. New yeah. favorite NPC. An ancestral falafel. enemy. My uh, my other people. Fuck me. Huh. <laughs> 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 oh. You got a thing now, Ru. You have that vision, man. Oh yeah. Here we go. Vadris. Vadris was um the other brother. He's the uh. Basically, got in like glaciers in the cold wind. He went into uh, the first one, I think. Yep. So, Camrys had Vadrin, Descara yeah. had Stormbull, uh, Ruin had Orlanth, and Venarin had Humacht. But, I mean, you guys all made characters where I was like, okay, this one goes this way. This is like, these are just perfect. That's so perfect. But, you know, and I took I took stuff like from that you gave me, obviously, Camrys. It didn't have to be what it was, but uh, we won't reveal quite who that is yet. But, uh, you know, that was um, kind a of twin like, that perfect. didn't live. Chimeratism, yep. dude, you're a chimera. You ate your twin. Yep. yep. Dude. So, but yeah, you have you have a fun side quest now, Rue. Man, I gotta go there. Yeah. Uh, there's a kid running around out there that I 
yeeted out of them. There's an eight-year-old named Killed Two Bears, the most metal eight-year-old to ever live. That's the coolest <laughs> kid in Listen, the fucking him world. Him and Ben are working on a band. <laughs> this kid very, looks at Ben like metal. pathetic. Somebody, <laughs> like, was, uh, somebody in chat was like, it was his two stuffed animals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, just standing there bears. with two ripped-off teddy bear heads like, ah! <laughs> Uh, Christian, um, we'll do it off stream in between weeks and stuff like that. But we're gonna have to check for our skills that we yeah. checked, and uh, yeah. we can add our cult stuff now or not yet. Uh, don't add your cult stuff yet. Uh, we'll talk about some stuff to add in. Check your check your um, you know, against your skills. So what you do is you want to roll. If you roll higher, you can add to it. Uh, okay. uh, you roll higher. My head. Yeah, because. Yeah. Oh. Does it better, matter how right? many times you roll the skill, gotcha. or just if we used any it uh, at all? All of, only if you succeeded. So if you succeeded, you check it, then you can roll to see if you learned something. I succeeded exactly one skill roll. Yeah. So you can you can. Um... Oh, does the power count as a check, or when we rolled to yes. the resistance yes, level? As a matter of okay. fact, yes, it does. So, uh, so you can, if you roll above that skill. For power, uh, I have to get back to you, Amber, how that works. Um, okay. So I've done but, power and bow. Yeah. Bow, but for bow, roll if you roll higher than your skill. Off the top of my head, you have a choice of either taking, I think it's three points, or rolling one d six to see what you add to it. Huh. I think that's what it is. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just, I'll i just. I know you that. told me one d six at the minimum. And yeah. the other thing I would say too is that um, because you're going to start learning some stuff, uh, you can take. Remember, you had those skill increases that we talked about. They're kind of our character based ones. You have four at twenty five and five at ten. I think mm -hmm. uh, you can take. Yeah, I can think you can take one of those 25 or one of those 10s to reflect like your training now for stuff. That's okay. across the board. We'll, Any of you we'll, can we'll do talk that. About that. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk about okay. some other stuff off screen. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for, yeah, for joining us tonight. I know it was a long session. Uh, most of them won't go this long. I just wanted to get all this magic -y stuff out of the way because uh, it would have been strange to break it up into a couple sessions. Yeah. Uh, so, Are we allowed yeah. to talk about this shit with people or no? Yeah, I think so. It's not sacred like the girls. Yeah. <laughs> The girls aren't allowed to talk about shit. I mean, I think she. I think it's like I think it's like Santa Claus, right? Once you're in the club where you know he's not real, you don't like fuck it up for the younger kids. So <laughs> I think it's I think it's perfectly acceptable to be like, bro, what the fuck, to a guy who's been through it. But mm -hmm. I don't think you would say that necessarily. So it hasn't been initiated yet. What about right? to women? No. Uh, so oh, I can't really? Talk to brain about it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, think so no. can i talk to my dad yeah, about i mean that it? makes yeah. sense with the way cult yeah cults i would work. say i would say <laughs> no i would say no you can't makes go sense. into detail detail yeah uh, i'm just gonna it's use much it. more important for your cult cult stuff to keep yep. drew just said can't tell the girls yep can i that talk to my dad about drew it said you can't tell the girls and the girls no, can't tell the guys he's a, he's that makes sense. i'm gonna wow. yeah i'm just gonna use the the battle stuff that we went through with Bryn so that we just both get better as always. It's going to go. work into the sparring routine. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, Rue is going to be fucking haunted as, by those as, masks because he said, didn't even see what it was. He just saw that it was going to be bad. And then Descara and fucking Kymreets went there and he went back and he doesn't know. He knows just enough to be fucking obsessed with it, but not enough to have any answers. This is great. This is great. Should have just looked, bro. Should have just looked. Should I just? Should I have? I feel like I made the right. 
We'll have to see. Time will tell. God. Oh, God. Time will tell. All, All right. right. Thank you, everyone, so much. Um, yeah. We had Thank an you guys. amazing chat tonight. You guys were so wonderful to watch. I love getting to just sit back and watch this one and just let chat happen. And I didn't have to stress about shit. It was great. Yeah. Um, if you uh, like what we do, you can give us a follow here so you can be notified whenever we go live. It is every other Friday at 7 p.m.-ish EST. You can follow us on all of the social medias at DMs After Dark, as well as on all of the podcast apps as DMs After Dark, uh, where we have all of the uh, audio recordings of these podcasts, uh, Rainy's solo show going on right now. We've got some plans for other solo or small group stuff coming up in the future that we're really excited about. Um, so more good stuff down the road. Um, if you want to reach out to us one-on-one, uh, -on -one, you can email us at dmsafterdark at gmail.com. Questions, comments, complaints, conspiracy theories about the game. I don't know. I'm just saying. I kind of want to read everyone's theories, thoughts, and concerns. Because I think that's neat. Uh, Shit. Uh, thank you, everyone, again for joining. Um, and thank you to everyone that has uh, contributed to the fundraiser for John. Um, we have already, it's in the maybe eight or so hours since Amber has posted this, we've raised Over almost 700, 800, yeah. And that's nice. fantastic. And it, it really means so much to us, uh, as people that loved him and loved what he did, uh, to try and, you know, help support his family at this time of need. So thank you. We love you. Love one another. And... No one Call fights someone alone. that you haven't talked to in a little while and tell them that you love them. Yeah. 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 Troy, no one fights alone. <laughs> and yeah. until next time, uh, eat the youth. Eat the youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.